Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. So today we will be discussing chapter 6 texts 33 and 34 where Arjuna rejects the yoga system, um, the real yoga system where the meditation is, is to be practiced, the, the method how it is to be practiced it is so tough uh, that it is not possible for the people of the age of Kali, Kali Yuga. So Arjuna Although he was so qualified, he rejected it. And that actually sends a strong message to all the so-called yogis in the present day and age who say that they are practicing yoga or they are teaching yoga. So, today yoga is known as some kind of an exercise and Bhagavad Gita actually shows how um, what is being practiced today is actually a very, very watered-down version of it and which actually is useless for the ultimate purpose of yoga. Alright, we will say our um, uh, Mangalachar and prayers and then we will begin. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Hakadama Hyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine <coughs> Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> I think um, somebody has messaged our page, I guess, um, as a private message. I think asking for the classes or something. Maybe the moderator can deal with that. <clears throat> Alright, so we will... Um, Proceed on to the verse that we're going to discuss today. It's about the impractical standards of yoga practice. Um, impossible, in fact, impossible standards of yoga practice. Today, yoga is known as um, just a form of exercise. That's it. Just, you know, gives us a little bit of healthy body, makes us fit. And that's it. That that's about how much, a little bit meditation. Even that meditation is very vague. 
um so and nowadays i mean there is a yoga week and international yoga day all kinds of publicity stunts for yoga and some breathing exercises and that's what that's all they do so that is not actually yoga that is some aspect of yoga but actually it's not the it's nothing compared to what the real yoga has to offer so now let's look at these verses these two verses अर्जुन उवाच योयम योगस्वया प्रोक्त साम्येन मधुसूदन एक न पश्या चंचल स्थिति स्थिरा अर्जुन उवाच अर्जुन सेट यम दिस् सिस्टम योग मिस्टिजम या बयु प्रोक्त डिस्क्राइब्ड साम्येन जनरली मधुसूदन ओ किलर ऑफ द डीमन मधु एक ऑफ दिस अहम आय न डू नॉट पश्यामी सी चंचलत्वात ड्यू टू बीइंग रेस्टलेस स्थितिम सिचुएशन स्थिराम स्टेबल ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बाय दिवांग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय आय ट्रांसलेशन अर्जुन सेड ओ मधुसूदन द सिस्टम ऑफ योग विच यू हैव समराइज appears impractical and unendurable to me for the mind is restless and unsteady so purport the system of mysticism described by lord krishna to arjuna beginning with the words suchau deshe and ending with yogi paramaha is here being rejected by arjuna out of a feeling of inability now what is this beginning with the word suchau deshe ending with yogi paramaha so 32 you see yogi paramo mataha this is the end of the sequence of verses from uh, i think 11 611 to 632 so it's like a good 22 verses you see suchau deshe so from here all the way to the 32nd verse so the system of yoga he was explaining arjuna said um this is uh, not practical for me now there are um, two aspects that we will study regarding these two verses so the first aspect is about yoga the the majority of the aspect and the next aspect will, uh, is about arjuna being a disciple now we have many times said that arjuna sarvameta dritam manya he has accepted everything that krishna has said but here we can see he rejected something also and so that thing like why did he reject something which his guru said so that we will study in the later part of this um session so first thing is about the yoga itself yeah so what is being said here in these verses so it is basically if you see um especially in these verses in the first few verses 11 through 14 there krishna says the rigid conditions under which one has to even start this yoga practice it is not to be followed or simply sit in some uh, posture and then breathe and it's not done in a yoga studio or on a yoga mat in the comfort of one's home or in the in the middle of the central business district that's not how it's done now here it is in suchau deshe in a sanctified place pratishthapya 
is f okay we, we can you know you you can go on um, our previous classes that we have done on all these verses we have uh, you know that homework you can do and that that whole playlist is there in the sixth chapter playlist of bhagavad gita is there on our youtube channel you can go and check it out so now i'll just read the translations to practice yoga one should go to a secluded place and should lay kusha grass on the ground and then cover it with a deer skin and a soft cloth the seat should neither be too high nor too low and should be situ- situated in a sacred place the yogi should then sit on it very firmly and practice yoga to purify the heart by controlling his mind senses and activities and fixing the mind on one point <clears throat> that's why the yogis used to go to the uh, himalayas or you know other such holy places pilgrimage holy places of pilgrimage and there they conduct themselves so this is the chapter 6 playlist of bhagavad gita it's on our youtube channel so for the recorded version of this session we will include all these links in the description of our video on the youtube channel as well <clears throat> so next 13 14 okay first is the place right next the posture and one's tapasya hmm? one should hold one's body neck and head erect in a straight straight line and stare steadily at the tip of the nose thus with an unagitated subdued mind devoid of fear completely free from sex life brahmachari vrate sthita completely free from sex life one should meditate upon me within the heart and make me the ultimate goal of life so in other words one should go to this forest you know a sacred place in fact according to vedic literature the forest is in the mode of goodness <clears throat> although all the animals are in mode of ignorance the trees the plants are all in mode of ignorance for a human being because it doesn't really matter so much about association with other living entities it is most disturbing the association is most disturbing when it is with other humans of course there have been instances where humans have been distracted yogis have been distracted by animals also like bharat maharaj but usually they don't cause us as much attachment as the humans do every species gets attached to their own kind right so when indra became a pig he was attached to the pig community hmm. so similar, so for humans in the forest there are, there are no other humans there so for that reason um and it's all natural setting so for that reason it's is in the mode of goodness and one can actually uh, practice this um, this yoga system so one has to go to that place these kinds of places first of all and then conduct himself in the yoga practice before he even starts the posture and before he even starts the breathing exercise he has to go there now these are all especially for the current kali yuga impractical nobody is trained to go into the forest and do all these things maybe a very few men can do but 99.99999% cannot do it and even those who do they miss the point out of millions of those who even try these things even in kali yuga hardly one is there who can actually understand what is to be done okay you go to the holy place and you know become like a you know recluse but then what are you going to do there what is the kind of yoga system you're going to practice everybody has a different idea of what is yoga even among them 
they think oh you have to blank your mind or you have to think of you know shiva or you have to think of the third eye you know something <coughs> everybody have their own conceptions of meditation and nowadays you know some hippie new age kind of people they have their own ideas of meditation and you know all these things so make me one should meditate upon me krishna says within the heart and make me the ultimate goal of life now thinking of krishna can be done any in any place but because everywhere is so much distractions are there therefore one is advised to go out and go to the suchau deshe a sacred place and have a hermitage and then practice it there alone without any um, association with worldly people what to speak of today we have even if no people are around even if i am alone in a room the, the mobile phone is there connecting me to to the entire world so these kind of distractions are uh, not um, entertained in the yoga system you see in any yoga system even the bhakti yoga system we cannot be distracted like this so anyway next, let's go on thus practicing constant control of the body mind and activities the mystic transcendentalist his mind regulated attains to the kingdom of god or the abode of krishna by cessation of material existence there is no possibility of one's becoming a yogi or arjuna if one eats too much or eats too little sleeps too much or does not sleep enough now if we check the qualifications of arjuna against these things arjuna was actually very much qualified um he another name of arjuna is gudakesha he has conquered sleep two kinds of sleep one sleep is that the material sleep the normal sleep that we know the other sleep is this um, slumber of ignorance <coughs> those who are in with, with krishna yomameva masamudho janati purushottamam krishna surya sama maya andhakar so when one is in front of the sun there is no darkness for him so similarly when arjuna is always with krishna and therefore he is never in illusion but he was temporarily put in the situation so that he can ask questions and bhagavad gita can be spoken for our benefit so he arjuna was already on this place but still he said it is impractical for a man so qualified as arjuna and brahmachari vrata now he may apparently have four wives arjuna had four wives but he is he was actually very very self controlled he went to the heavenly planets and there uh, urvashi tried to uh, seduce him hmm. i mean the the beauty of the people in heavenly planets is thousands and millions of times uh, more than the uh, beauty of the people here nowadays there are pageants you know beauty pageants as in miss world and miss universe what is the difference between miss world and miss universe they are both both these competitions are just taking women from the same planet but miss universe means they have to go to every single planet and check out the it should be a competition between women of all planets of the universe but they don't have any access but actually these these society girls of the heavenly planets they are very very extremely beautiful and even with such beauty when urvashi tried to you know was attracted to arjuna although he was a man of this mortal planet earth usually the women of the heavenly planets they are not interested in men here um but arjuna was so attractive that she was completely taken over by his beauty 
um, by his uh, strong build and everything um, she approached him but he rejected no no i can't i have to take you as my mother because urvashi had you know uh, relation with ancestor of this uh, arjuna so because she had an- a relationship with ancestor i forgot the actual exactly who i remember when i read mahabharat but um, forgot that so since then uh, because there was this relationship how can i have a relationship with you you are like my mother you are like my you know ancestor uh, ancestor so she felt offended and cursed him that he would become a eunuch so of course um, she said okay you she withdrew her curse in one way that she said okay you will be only for one year and that will in that year that will help you um, stay incognito from the pandavas sorry from the kauravas so in this way anyway that whole history is there in mahabharat but he was so self controlled that he was not attracted by the beauty of even heavenly women still he said this yoga system is impractical unendurable to me mind is restless i mean his mind is so much more controlled than ours hmm. then why did he say like that i mean he is with krishna his mind is the most controlled actually he could have easily done it but still he said no it is impractical so he is setting a bar for what is the yoga practice because it is not something to be cheaply imitated hmm. so if a person like arjuna said said it is impractical who are we to say that oh i will practice and i will get some i will i will become god they say <clears throat> so there is no possibility of one's becoming a yogi or arjuna if one eats too much or eats too little sleeps too much or does not sleep enough <clears throat> he who is regulated in his habits of eating sleeping recreation and work can mitigate all pain material pains by practicing the yoga system now these appear not so severe but actually when you couple it with that forest living this is <clears throat> when the yogi by practice of yoga disciplines his mental activities and becomes situated in trance sorry transcendence devoid of all material desires he is said to be well established in yoga so it disciplines his mental activities so yoga is not a thing where you can just you know make yourself fit to attract the opposite sex no 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 that's not the purpose of yoga in fact nowadays we have been to china and even other places yoga societies are mostly women in fact this yoga system hardly any woman can practice in fact no woman used to do this because first of all where they can stay alone in a forest like that no because they are very delicate they cannot endure such hardships and that's why they they have to you know learn how to the the yogic powers women will get by the practice of chastity hmm. for the men it's by this hard austerities but for the women the same powers they will get by chastity by being chaste to the husband so gandhari is a perfect example of that anasuya is a perfect exa- perfect example of that you know um who is that i think she's the one right who stopped the sun I always get confused with the names but you know that there is this um i'll show you antya 
So this is a bit of an off topic, but let's let's see this. The wife of a Brahmana suffering from leprosy manifested herself as the topmost of all chaste women by serving a prostitute to satisfy her husband. She thus stopped the movement of the sun, brought her dead husband back to life, and satisfied the three principal demigods, Brahma, Vishnu and Maheshwar. So what is this talking about? So the context is given here in the purport. The Aditya Puran, Markandeya Puran and Padma Puran tell about a Brahmana who was suffering from leprosy but had a very chaste and faithful wife. Now, he had leprosy. His limbs were like eaten up. Um, but he had a very chaste and faithful, faithful wife who did not leave him even after his condition is like that. He desired to enjoy the company of a prostitute to look at him. He is already so rotten, uh, wretched. But still the wife did not leave him and he, being totally ungrateful, he wanted the company of a prostitute, even in that condition. And therefore his wife, his wife understood that, usually what happens then, there will be a big fight, that will be the common, um, this thing. But what this wife did, she did not want to have any disagreement with the husband. He decided to enjoy the company of a prostitute and therefore his wife went to her, to the prostitute and became her maidservant just to draw her attention for his service look at her chastity <clears throat> now you may say this is stupidity you know what what kind of wife is this yeah this is this cannot be imitated but this this is her level of devotion to the husband that whatever makes my husband happy you know when the prostitute agreed to associate with him so the prostitute said okay i will associate with your husband just imagine what kind of a deal is that. The wife brought her to the leprotic husband. When that leper, the sinful son of a Brahmana, he is actually son of a Brahmana, but you see his uh, mind, how it is, how dirty. When that leper, the sinful son of a Brahmana, saw the chastity of his wife, he finally abandoned his sinful intentions. When he saw that his wife did this for him, he felt so shameful and, you know, very... Uh, Disgusted with himself, um, remorse, he felt extreme remorse and he abandoned his sinful intentions. So he did not associate with the prostitute. While coming home, however, he touched the body of Markandeya Rishi, who thus cursed him to die at sunrise. So next, by next sunrise, you will die. Why do you touch me, you sinful fellow? Sinful fellow. Because somehow Markandeya Rishi, by his, um, I don't know the full context of this story, but Markandeya Rishi would have definitely found out about this sinful you know, mind of this person by his yogic powers. Um, somehow or other, Markandeya Rishi cursed him to die at sunrise. Because of her chastity, the woman was very powerful. Therefore, when she heard about the curse, she vowed to stop the sunrise. She took a vow to stop the sunrise. Now, which woman, even if a woman says that, Nobody can do it, right? But because of her chastity, she was so powerful. She was more powerful than any ordinary yogi, you know. She got all yogic powers. She could control the movement of the sun. You know, nobody can, right? But she could. She vowed to stop the sunrise. Because of her strong determination to serve her husband, the three deities, namely Brahma, Vishnu and Maheshwar, were very happy and they gave her the benediction 
that her husband would be cured and brought back to life so <coughs> the the sun actually stopped rising so there was a huge um, commotion in the entire universe because of the movement of the sun being stopped um then brahma vishnu and shiva they had to come down to rectify the situation and then they saw the determination of this chaste woman and they were very happy to see such chastity hmm. um of course her husband was going to die and the sun was about to rise and if the sun rises he will just die so they brought him back to life and then the sun came out again this example is given here in to emphasize that a devotee should engage himself exclusively for the satisfaction of krishna without personal motives that will make his life successful now this was actually explained in another context so how one should be chased to krishna um, this is comparing that was compared to this story anyway you can see the story how the chastity of a woman is uh, i mean makes her so powerful so women usually don't do this yoga practice they practice chastity but nowadays today's yoga system yoga classes and everywhere all women in fact recently there was um, one so called yoga instructor male yoga instructor um who was uh, who is being charged by five of his students that he molested them the male yoga instructor teaching the female yoga students and then he must have touched them inappropriately or you know they were all skin tight dresses and you know such close contact with man and woman of course there will be some uh, you know who who can stay in the company of women uh in, in the company of the opposite sex without being agitated a person who is of uncontrolled mind you know even if a controlled mind like vishwamitra muni he was so controlled he was thousands of years practicing in the forest just heard the ankle bells of menaka and then he was so agitated and he lost his composure and then got attracted to her and got a daughter from her if that is the state for vishwamitra muni Uh, who is this munis today in the in the world what kind of munis are there uh, this yoga instructor is a big muni teaching yoga no <laughs> so of course there will be some uh, you know this kind of things happening uh, many times the women also kind of like it of sometimes they don't like it different cases so some five women you know they they launched some complaint against him now he is fighting that in court yoga yoga teacher muni yogi big yogi he is fighting in court now uh, for this molestation so these kind of things are happening where brahmachari vrate sthitah where there is you know suchaudeshe where you know disciplining mental activities nothing what is the word here yada viniyatam chittam particularly disciplined in the mind and activities it's not this ordinary thing you know as a lamp in a windless place does not waver so the transcendentalist whose mind is controlled remains always steady in his meditation on the transcendent self so in this way the whole thing is described uh, how one should fix his mind and you know do this yoga practice and everything and finally of course when we did classes on these things we you know brought it to the devotional aspect of these practices but he was krishna was actually explaining that Um, yoga system the patanjali kind of yoga system where one goes to the forest and you know yama actually ashtanga this is called the real name of it is called ashtanga yoga system 
so ashtanga means ashta means eight anga means parts or aspects that we, um, so this yoga system there are eight aspects <coughs> first is yama control of the senses niyama control of uh, sorry yama means control of the mind niyama means control of the senses yama niyama asana then posture asana means yoga asanas asana, asana is fa- famous nowadays popular all kinds of postures so asana comes only the third step before that yama and niyama rules and regulations are there that have to be followed like this all this you know uh, brahmachari vrate sthitah complete celibacy and going to the forest and completely out of civilization no distractions nothing whatsoever all these things vigata bhir without any fear not that oh what happens if some what will happen if i am attacked by an animal or something like that no such fear should be there so equipment i mean uh, equipoised one must be so anyway all these rules are yama and niyama then asana then pranayama pranayama means the breathing uh, exercise of breathing so the breathing exercise is stated in the fourth chapter अपने जुह्वती प्राणम प्राणे पानम तथा परे प्राणापान गतिरुद्धवा प्राणायाम परायणाः अपरे नियताहारा प्राणान प्राणेश जुह्वती स्टिल अदर्स हु आर इंक्लाइंड टू द प्रोसेस ऑफ ब्रेथ रेस्ट्रेंट टू रिमेन इन ट्रांस प्रैक्टिस बाय ऑफरिंग द मूवमेंट ऑफ द आउटगोइंग ब्रेथ इनटू द इनकमिंग एंड द इनकमिंग ब्रेथ इनटू द आउटगोइंग एंड दस एट लास्ट रिमेन इन ट्रांस स्टॉपिंग ऑल ब्रीथिंग others curtailing the eating process of offer the outgoing breath into itself as a sacrifice is called kumbhaka puraka rechaka sunyaka so these are technical terms that are there so in this way they practice this breathing this is pranayama so yama niyama asana pranayama pratyahara pratyahara means withdrawal of the mind and the senses from all kinds of sense gratificatory um, sense gratification i mean objects of sense gratification uh, we want to enjoy with the eyes we want we want to enjoy a beautiful form we want we enjoy we want to enjoy looking at a beautiful form or with the tongue we want to enjoy the beautiful food i mean sorry delicious food stuffs so in this way every tongue is pulling us so these objects delicious food is an object of sense gratification for the tongue hmm. a beautiful form is an object of sense gratification for the eyes so in this way our our senses are demanding these to be fed these sense objects so pratyahara means to withdraw the mind and senses from such sense gratificatory objects pratyahana dharana dharana means to always be uh, fixed in the in the yogic practice dharana actually dhyana dhyana means to constantly meditate this dharana dhyana and samadhi are like becoming more and more concentrated like you know milk when you cook down then it becomes thicker and thicker so samadhi is that con- you know concentrated focus on the supreme absolute truth which is which is krishna the paramatma in the heart dhyana avasthita tadgatena manasa dhyana avasthita tadgatena manasa pashyantiyam yogina dhyana means to concentrate <coughs> on on the form of the paramatma in the heart so the lord is in everyone's heart in the paramatma feature he has four hands and he has his beautiful bodily features everything is mentioned but 
a heart surgeon when he cuts open the heart he does not see that because the lord's existence is spiritual he cannot be seen by material eyes but a yogi who is perfected the art he can see the lord pashyanti yam yogina so dhyana avasthita so this dharana means to hold the object of meditation it means to be <clears throat> like like nishtha like fixed up in that platform and there is dhyana constant meditation uh, then there is samadhi complete absorption without any you know um, with very intense focus in more intensified focus so that is the perfection samadhi the perfection of uh, human endeavor samadhi so that's the eighth step so yama niyama asana pranayama pratyahara dharana dhyana samadhi eight stages so nowadays only asana and pranayama are being practiced some meditation they are doing but it is not even on vishnu or krishna so this is all very um, bogus practices so arjuna said he is talking about the real yoga system he said this is impractical and unendurable to me the system of mysticism described by lord krishna to arjuna beginning with the words shuchau deshe and ending with yogi paramaha is here being rejected by arjuna out of a feeling of inability arjuna of his stature a person of his stature he is saying this is this is not possible for me what is then possible for us then you know how is it po- uh, going to be possible to us for us that's why we should not practice this yoga yoga system it is not possible for an ordinary man to leave home and go to a secluded place in the mountains or jungles to practice yoga in this age of kali the present age is characterized by a bitter struggle for a sh- for a life of short duration people are not serious about self realization even by simple practical means and what to speak of this difficult yoga system which regulates the mode of living the manner of sitting selection of place and detachment of the mind from material engagements as a practical man arjuna thought it was impossible to follow this system of yoga even though he was favorably endowed in many ways he belonged to the royal family and was highly elevated in terms of numerous qualities mind you this bhagavad gita is being spoken on the battlefield of kurukshetra before this the pandavas were in vanavas for 13 years 14 years they were they spent their time in the forest so it's not that arjuna could not stay in the forest or oh, it's too difficult for me to stay in the forest it's too difficult for me to be a brahmachari to stay away from women no 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 he he already did all these things before he did these things he stayed in the forest uh, he um, as i said in the even the presence of urvashi he was not agitated so he was already qualified on all these aspects but still he said it is impractical um he he belonged to the royal family and was highly elevated in terms of numerous qualities he was a great warrior he had great longevity and above all he was the most intimate friend of lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead 5000 years ago arjuna had much better facilities than we do now yet he refused to accept the system of yoga in fact we do not find any record in history of his practicing it at any time he definitely did not practice the way krishna told um 
the way Krishna described. But Arjuna was in all these. He he took up these like staying in the forest and you know like Bra- Brahmachari Vrata. Hmm? He he was doing all these things. Hmm. So it was not out of reach for Arjuna, but still Arjuna said no, it is not practical. Just imagine. 5,000 years ago, Arjuna had much better facilities than we do now, yet he refre- refused to accept the system of yoga. In fact, we do not find any record in history of his practicing it at any time. Therefore, this system must be considered generally impossible in this age of Kali. And that was Dwapar Yuga. This is now Kali Yuga, which is a much more degraded age than Dwapar Yuga. Of course, it may be possible for some very few rare men, but for the people in general, it is an impossible proposal if this were so 5000 years ago then what what of the present day those who are imitating this yoga system in different so called schools and societies although complacent are certainly wasting their time they are completely in ignorance of the desired goal <clears throat> now there is a verse in the mukundamala stotra ಸಂಸ್ಮೃತಿಜಯಸನಾರಾಯಣ ವೇದವ್ರತಾನಿ ಅನ್ವಹಂ ಮೇಧಶ್ಛೇದ ಫಲಾನಿ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಲೈನ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಡ್ರಾ ಯುವರ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಟು ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ದ ಯೋಗಿಕ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ದ ಆಸ್ಟರಿಟೀಸ್ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೇದಸ್ ದೇ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ ದೆನ್ ಆಲ್ ಸಚ್ ಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಎನೇಬಲ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಲೂಸ್ ಸಮ್ ಫ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ನೋ uh other benefit because the what is the whole point in following this system this asana pranayama and yama niyama all these things to meditate on the form of krishna samadhi hmm to always meditate on the form of krishna but if we don't come to that end we have taken so much trouble but then you know it's like getting ready for a big journey packing up all the bags buying the tickets or you know like a road trip maybe even you know and then driving all the way like suppose it's about 1000 kilometers away and you drive about, like about 700 kilometers and then just uh, decide look okay, that's it here here is where we're going we're going to go we're not even reached the destination yet well, what is the point in such a journey and say taking so much trouble <coughs> and not even reaching the the end of it Hmm. I mean it's a crude example but medas cheda phalane the only only benefit of such a yogic practice without krishna consciousness is a loss of some fat yeah you lose some fat definitely nothing more than that and actually that is what yoga system has become now they just want to do it to lose some fat and stay in fit shape so that they can attract the opposite sex which is <laughs> brahmachari vrata sita so you have to practice celibacy where is it all glories this is the translation all glories to lord narayana so any of these practices vedic practices 
if we do it without krishna consciousness then it's a waste of time that's what you said here so <clears throat> all glories to lord narayana without remembrance of his lotus feet recitation of scripture is merely crying in the wilderness regular observance of severe vows enjoined in the vedas is no more than a way to lose weight execution of prescribed pious duties is like pouring oblations into ashes and bathing at various holy sites is no better than an elephant's bath yat tirtha buddhi sallena kar hichit janeshva bhigneshu saeva gokharah now when we go to the holy place we may take bath in the holy rivers but um, we have to uh, cleanse our consciousness not just our external body and that is called atmasnapanam sarvatmasnapanam param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam atmasnapanam means the bathing of the self the bathing of the every morning we we take a, a shower or a bath <coughs> actually i was using the word bath you know like a shower every day we take bath in the morning but then i was speaking to a british uh, bhakta he said bath you take bath every morning yeah so he said no we i don't have a bathtub no 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 i said you know a shower oh that's a shower bath means when you actually immerse yourself in the water either in the river or some body of water when you immerse yourself that is a bath and when you just you know pour water that's like a shower so in india we used bath in both contexts but anyway i think i think i looked it up on the dictionary i think it, i think that's true what he said anyway <coughs> audio and video don't seem to be in sync hmm there's a lag of 3 seconds for me it's, uh, it it looks almost not a problem maybe there's a slight delay or maybe not even <coughs> so here so this is the verse i'll i'll just take it out here shrimad bhagavatam 7 uh no no yeah this is what 7129 yeah 7129 नन्वग्निप्रमदाघृतकुंभ सुतामपिहो जह्यादन्यदावदर्थकृत् वुमेन इज कंपेर टू अ फायर एंड मैन इज कंपेर टू अ बटर पॉट एज धीरदासड विच बटर विल नॉट मेल्ट इन विच फायर प्रोपर सेड so therefore a man should avoid associating even with his own daughter in a secluded place similarly he should also avoid association with other women one should associate with women only for important business and not otherwise so but this yoga teacher big yogi he was you know touching everywhere the movement and then they complain yeah this is another verse naradhito naradhito yadi haris tapasatata kim aradhito yadi haris tapasatata kim so if if our yogic practice or our meditation does not lead us to krishna consciousness then it is a useless waste of time 
धर्मस्वनुष्ठित पुंसा विश्वक्सेन कथासु योत्दिरतिम श्रम एव हि केवल द ऑक्युपेशनल एक्टिविटी इज अ मैन पर्फॉर्म्स अकॉर्डिंग टू जोन पोजिशन आर ओनली सो मच यूजलेस लेबर इफ दे डू नॉट प्रोवोक अट्रैक्शन फॉर द मैसेज ऑफ द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड वर्स विच इज इवन मोर सूटबल सेवन फिफ्टीन ट्वेंटी एट षड्वर्गसम्यमकायमचोदनाय श्रमावहा षड्वर्ग सम्यमका षड्वर्ग द सिक्स एलिमेंट्स नेमली द फाइव वर्किंग सेंसेस इन द माइंड संयम एकांता द अल्टिमेट एम ऑफ सब्जुकेटिंग सो एनीवे हियर इज द थिंग रिचुअलिस्टिक सेरेमनीज रेगुलेटिव प्रिंसिपल्स ऑस्टेरिटीज एंड द प्रैक्टिस ऑफ योगा आर ऑल मेंट टू कंट्रोल द सेंसेस एंड माइंड बट इवन आफ्टर वन इज एबल टू कंट्रोल द सेंसेस एंड माइंड इफ इट डज नॉट कम टू द पॉइंट ऑफ मेडिटेशन अपॉन द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड All such activities are simply labor in frustration. So, Dimitri Prabhu's yes, this is another one. Nine nineteen fourteen. Let's look at nine nineteen fourteen. This is very similar to Bhagavad Gita three dot thirty nine. न जात काम कामाभोगेन शाम्यति हविषा कृष्ण वर्तमेन भूय एवाधते एज सप्लाइंग बटर टू अ फायर डज नॉट डिमिनिश द फायर बट इंस्टेड इंक्रीजेज इट मोर एंड मोर दे एंडेवर टू स्टॉप लस्टी डिजायर्स बट कंटिन्यूअल एंजॉयमेंट कैन नेवर बी सक्सेसफुल इन फैक्ट वन मस्ट वॉलेंटरली सीज फ्रॉम मेटीरियल डिजायर्स नाउ इफ यू गो बैक टू भगवदगीता द होल पॉइंट इज टू come to the platform of complete knowledge because arjuna asked this question arjuna uvacha athakena prayuktoyam papam charatapurusha anichchanna pivarshneya baladivaniyojitah arjuna said oh descendant of vrishni by what is one impelled to sinful acts even unwillingly as if engaged by force and krishna immediately answers shri bhagavan uvacha kamesha krodhesha rajoguna samudbhavah mahashano mahapapma vidhyanam iha vairanam Now, from this verse, thirty-seventh, all the way to forty-three, which is the last verse of this chapter, these seven verses, Krishna so strongly talks against lust. How it is the greatest enemy. We will see all of that now. The supreme personality of God had said it is lust only, Arjuna, which is born of contact with the material mode of passion, and later transformed into wrath, and which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world. So, from mode of passion. So, with the in, with the constant contact with the opposite sex the mode of passion becomes more prominent not the mode of goodness and that's why such contact is um prohibited in vedic culture unless is a husband and wife next dhumena vriyate vahnir yathadarsho malena cha yathol bena vrito garbhas tatha tene damavritam as fire is covered by smoke as a mirror is covered by dust or as the embryo is covered by the womb the living entity is similarly covered by different degrees of this lust hmm. so um you can read the purport the three degrees of covering especially the one who is in the womb he is almost helpless is helpless so the trees they are like that helpless that means they have been so lusty that they now become trees consciousness is so covered hmm, because of excessive lust and that's why 
when um, nalakuvar and manigriva were so lusty naradmuni cursed them to be trees it's not something like okay uh, i'll curse you uh, what i'll curse you uh, 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 you become trees not like this <laughs> there is a logic to that and the logic is this and here you see there are three degrees of covering of the living entity by which his pure consciousness is obscured this covering is but lust under different manifestations like smoke uh, in the fire dust on the mirror and the womb about the embryo when lust is compared to smoke it is understood that the fire of the living spark can can be a little perceived this is compared to the mode of goodness <clears throat> in other words when the living entity exhibits his krishna consciousness slightly he may be li- likened to the fire covered by smoke although fire is necessary where there is smoke uh there is no overt manifestation of fire in the early stage this stage is like the beginning of krishna consciousness the dust on the mirror refer- refers to a cleansing process of the mirror of the mind by so many spiritual methods the best process is to chant the holy names of the lord the embryo covered by the womb is an analogy in illustrating a helpless position for the child in the womb is so helpless that he cannot even move this stage of living condition can be compared to that of the trees You see the trees are also living entities but they have been put in such a condition of life by such a great exhibition of lust that they are almost void of all consciousness the covered mirror is compared to the birds uh, birds and beasts and the smoke covered fire is compared to the human being so you see these these descriptions are there <coughs> not just you know something like, okay you become trees you know like there's no logic no there is a logic hmm because they were so lusty they were actually playing with the society girls in the heavenly planets and aradmani was passing by <coughs> they forgot they were intoxicated and in the, with the company of women and then they you know went you know even when aradmani came the the girls they they saw him and then immediately they hid themselves they were also naked but they covered themselves and hid themselves uh, out of respect for the sadhu aradmani but this nalakuvar and manigriva did not show any respect they were intoxicated <coughs> naradmuni saw this great exhibition of lust okay <coughs> you become trees you stand naked like that for thousands of years so in this way it stated then you see the next verse avrutam gyanam etena gyanino nitya vairina kamarupena kaunteya dushpurena analena cha this is comparable to 9:1914 that dimitri prabhu has shared <clears throat> thus the wise living entity's pure consciousness becomes covered by his eternal enemy in the form of lust huh? which is never satisfied and which burns like fire you see never satisfied like you know fire <clears throat> the more we supply sense gratification to that lust the more the lust will increase just like you more you supply fuel the more the fire will increase and demand more fuel but to satisfy the fire and bring it down you do not supply the fuel that is the way next so the important point here is avrutam gyanam etena it will cover the the wise living entity's pure consciousness is covered by this lust indriyani mano buddhi rasta dhishtanam uchyate etair vimohayat yesha gyanam avrutya dehanam again gyanam avrutya <coughs> the senses mind and intelligence are the sitting places of this lust through them lust covers the real knowledge of the living entity and bewilders him again see lust how it and next one even worse tasmatam indriyanyado niyamya bharatarshabha papmanam prajahi hienam 
ప్రజహిహీనం జ్ఞాన విజ్ఞాన నాశనం therefore arjuna best of the bharatas in the very beginning curb this great symbol of sin lust by regulating the senses and slay this destroyer of knowledge and self realization gyanam means knowledge vigyanam means practical realization self realization so gyana vigyana nashanam if you want to progress in spiritual life now this is a very great stumbling block see <clears throat> జ్ఞాన విజ్ఞాన నాశనం ఇన్ ద వెరీ బిగినింగ్ కర్బ్ దట్స్ వై ఇన్ ద వేదిక్ సిస్టమ్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో ఇంటర్మింగ్లింగ్ ఆఫ్ బాయ్స్ అండ్ గర్ల్స్ నాట్ లైక్ ఇన్ ద స్కూల్స్ నవ్ ఇట్ ఇస్ దర్ ఇస్ నో ఇంటర్మింగ్లింగ్ ద బాయ్స్ అండ్ గర్ల్స్ ఆర్ సెపరేట్ ద గర్ల్స్ యాక్చువల్లీ డోంట్ కమ్ టు గురుకుల్ దే ఆర్ ట్రైన్ అట్ హోమ్ టు బికమ్ ఎక్స్పర్ట్ ఇన్ హౌస్ హోల్డ్ డ్యూటీస్ అండ్ హౌ టు బికమ్ చేస్ట్ వైఫ్ లైక్ శ్రీ ప్రభుపాద్ సెడ్ ద గర్ల్స్ ఆల్ మస్ట్ బీ క్వాలిఫైడ్ ఎంఎస్సి you know master of science usually msc is master of science but prabhupad's translation of msc is master in sabji and chapati <laughs> so in other words cooking keeping the house clean and then taking care of the husband these are the duties of women so anyway they are kept separate okay 342 ఇంద్రియాణి పరాణ్యాహురింద్రియభ్య పరమనహ మనసస్తు పరాబుద్ధిర్యోబుద్ధే పరతస్తు సహ ద వర్కింగ్ సెన్సెస్ ఆర్ సుపీరియర్ టు డల్ మ్యాటర్ ద మైండ్ ఇస్ హయర్ దెన్ ద సెన్సెస్ ద ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఇస్ స్టిల్ హయర్ దెన్ ద మైండ్ అండ్ హీ ద సోల్ ఇస్ ఈవెన్ హయర్ దెన్ ద ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ నౌ నెక్స్ట్ వన్ యూ సీ దిస్ ఇస్ ద లాస్ట్ వర్స్ ఆఫ్ ద చాప్టర్ ఏం బుద్ధే పరం బుద్ధ్వా సంస్తభ్యాత్మానమాత్మన జహిశత్రు మహాబాహో కామరూపం దురాసదం ఫార్మిడబుల్ ఎనిమీ you see how many verses there are it's covering our knowledge covering our knowledge it is a destroyer of um, knowledge and self realization it is our formidable enemy kill it kill it you know paapmanam prajahi heyanam and here also jahi shatrum jahi means kill destroy conquer jahi shatrum mahabaho kamarupam durasadam <coughs> so that's how last is and these yogis you know in yoga societies they are what is going on so it's all based on lust and that's the exact thing we have to give up <clears throat> now going back all the way okay okay they are in completely they are completely in ignorance of the desired goal now there are more comments there um we will we will get to them i'll just read the next verse also okay so chanchalam hi manah krishna pramathi balavad dridham tasyaham nigraham manye vayoreva sudushkaram so krishna further explains why it is impractical for the mind is restless okay let's look at the word to word chanchalam flickering now in the previous verse also there is chanchalatvat due to being restless again he used the word chanchalam chanchalam hi manah krishna pramathi balavad dridham tasyaham nigraham manye vayoriva sudushkaram 
chancharam chanchalam flickering he certainly manah mind krishna o krishna pramathi agitating balavat strong dridham obstinate <coughs> dridham means obstinate tasya its aham i nigraham subduing manye think vayoh of the wind eva like sudushkaram difficult translation and purport by divangrese ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupada ki jai for the mind is restless turbulent obstinate and very strong o krishna and to subdue it i think is more difficult than controlling the wind purport the mind is so strong and obstinate that it sometimes overcomes the intelligence although the mind is supposed to be subservient to the intelligence just now we have read in the 3.42 that above the senses are the mind above the mind is the intelligence and above the intelligence is the soul and above the soul is the super soul and we have to receive knowledge from the super soul or the supreme soul krishna and then the soul will be enriched with the knowledge which sharpens the intelligence which then subdues the mind which then directs the senses in the proper action of krishna consciousness so this is the method how to control but if the intelligence is not enriched with the knowledge coming from the spirit soul platform given by the supreme soul then the intelligence becomes weak and becomes subservient to the mind and just becomes an instrument in fulfilling the mind's demands now if i want to hack into a bank and then you know steal money those days they used to open the vaults and all these things nowadays they sit in one computer somewhere in the remote corner in the world and then they hack um cyber attacks so it certainly requires to become a hacker to write a code to penetrate into the defenses of the cyber security of the of a bank requires immense amounts of amounts of intelligence but it is still compared to a weak intelligence because the intelligence is now being employed to fulfill the demands of the crazy mind who the it requires intelligence but the the end goal is actually criminal so using good intelligence for a criminal purpose that is not a sign of good intelligence actually because intelligence should have first of all told the mind when the mind st- came up with this plan hey, let's do this let's rob a bank the intelligence should have told the mind shut up but because the intelligence was not strong enough it became a it became subservient to the mind and carried out the mind's whims in an intelligent way so that's what is happening right now everybody there are many intelligent people certainly but mayaya apahrta gyana their intelligence is stolen by maya and therefore they use it to satisfy their senses hmm. <coughs> for a man in the practical world who has to fight so many opposing elements it is certainly very difficult to control the mind artificially one may establish a mental equilibrium toward both friend and enemy but ultimately no worldly man can do so for this is more difficult than controlling the raging wind now we have feelings of um enmity or friend um, um, friendship or neutral based on our sense gratification and we may want to rise above that and become you know equipoise towards everything 
but here it is said no worldly man can do so for this is more difficult than controlling the raging wind um i'll show you one verse see shrimad bhav there are a few verses just a second okay trying to one is one is in the chapter canto 4 chapter 4 where sati is saying the words are very sharp and the even 11th canto is also there but this 1122 let me take this out i think 59 or 58 and 59 Ah, you see now, eleven, twenty-two, fifty-eight, and fifty-nine. We'll read this, and then we'll go to sixty-one. Kshipto vamanito sab sadhi pralabdho suyito thava tadithah sannirudho va vrityava parihapita ham nishthuto mutrito vagnyair bahudhayvam prakampita ham shreyas kama krichragata. atman atmanam udharet this is how we have to be equipoised without being agitated how even though neglected insulted ridiculed or envied by bad men or even though repeatedly agitated by being beaten tied up or deprived of one's occupation spat upon or polluted with urine by ignorant people one who desires the highest goal in life should in spite of all these difficulties use his intelligence to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform you know in today's context in this pandemic situation many people are quitting jobs because of some mandates and <clears throat> here it is said even of even if deprived of one's occupation tied up when our lockdown is happening we are not tied up but um little bit closer close to that we're not being beaten yet in some countries uh, when they are you know uh, holding demonstrations they are being beaten yes um but actually even if these kinds of treatments are given one should be just hmm, keep in uh, what is that tolerate all these difficulties and use his intelligence to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform now this is wow this is very high standard now here स्ट्रॉंग and therefore it is very difficult even for learned men to tolerate the offenses committed against them by ignorant people only your devotees who are fixed in your loving service and who have achieved peace by residing at your lotus feet are able to tolerate such offenses that's why you see in the world there is so much upheaval now hmm. of course anyways it's, it's a whole big uh, <laughs> mess but you see A, a devotee, only a devotee can. Uh, this is the other verse. Rajagishwar was sharing one eight forty eight. 
especially third class so we can just check ourselves it's not to check others oh he is getting agitated you see he is third class rascal <laughs> not like that well, let's check on us ourselves first so we have to put these litmus tests on ourselves apply this on ourselves so how much are we getting agitated when somebody corrects or somebody you know little bit tell something for our good So the devotees of the Lord are so forbearing that even though they are defamed, cheated, cursed, disturbed, neglected, or even killed, they are never inclined to avenge themselves. And the practical example was shown by Rishabh Dev, five five thirty. This is very long in Sanskrit, but we'll read the English. Rishabh Dev began to tour through cities, villages, mines, countrysides, valleys, gardens, military camps, cow pens, the homes of cowherd men. transient hotels hills forests and hermitages wherever he traveled all bad elements surrounded him just as flies surrounded the body of an elephant coming from a forest he was always he was always being threatened <coughs> beaten urinated upon and spat upon sometimes people threw stones stool and dust at him and sometimes people passed foul air before him thus people called him many bad names and gave him a great deal of trouble but he did not care about this for he understood that the body is simply meant for such an end he was situated on the spiritual platform and being in his spiritual glory he did not care for all these material insults in other words he completely understood that matter and spirit are separate and he had no bodily conception thus without being angry at anyone he walked through the whole world alone सो नरोत्तम दास ठाकुर से देह स्मृति नहीं जार संसार बंधन कहांतार देह स्मृति नहीं जार संसार बंधन कहांतार पर्सन फुली रियलाइज द मेटीरियल बॉडी एंड वर्ल्ड टेम्पररी ही इज नॉट कंसर्न विद पेन एंड प्लेजर्स ऑफ द बॉडी सो ऑल दीज थिंग्स द <clears throat> so artificially one may establish a mental equilibrium toward both friend and enemy well, let's 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 hold that for a second arrows sharp words hmm na 11233 na tatha tapyate vidha puman banaistu marmagaih yatha tudanti marmastha hyasatam parusheshavaham sharp arrows which pierce one's chest and reach the heart do not cause as much suffering as the arrows of harsh insulting words that become lodged within the heart when spoken by uncivilized men so harsh words are even more hurting than a sharp arrow so because you know we are not 
in the transcendental stage so one who is a fully self-realized devotee he does not he like jesus christ he was crucified he was being nailed to death but still he prayed to the lord oh lord please forgive them they do not know what they are doing you know, that level is only possible for a vaishnava that just proves that he is he was a pure vaishnava hmm <coughs> haridas thakur also was beaten prahlad maharaj was you know um you know what is that tortured so much so so many examples are there in history where um you know this kind of tolerance was shown by devotees rishabdev is another one pandavas let's look at let's look at pandavas what what all were not done to them even bhishma dev who was so powerful he himself was like shocked at the at the plight of the pandavas he said this 1912 aho kashtam mahonyayam yadyu yam dharmanandana jeevitum narhatha klishtam vipradharmachutashrayah bhishma dev said oh what terrible sufferings and what terrible injustices you good souls suffer for being the sons of religion personified you did not deserve to remain alive under those tribulations yet you were protected by the brahmanas god and religion so prapandavas went through a lot and kunti devi summarizes them in this verse um vishan mahagne purushad darshanad asat sabhaya vanavas krichratah mrdhe mrdhe nek maharathastrato dravnyastratashchasma hare bhirakshitah if you this verse reminds us of all the incidences in mahabharata where pandavas were criticized i mean not criticized i mean completely uh, put in so much physical trouble my dear krishna your lordship has protected us from a poisoned cake this was bhima when he was a small boy from a great fire in the palace of lack from cannibals bakasura from the vicious assembly you know in the kaurava in the in the kaurava assembly where draupadi was disrobed and the gambling match was rigged everything was you know against worked against them the pandavas from sufferings during our exile vanavas in the forest and from the battle where great generals fought at this point in time maha i mean this battle of kurukshetra was already done so many tribulations they had to go through and now you have saved us from the weapon of ashwatthama even after the battle still ashwatthama through brahmastra and wanted to kill the last descendant of the kuru dynasty maharaj parikshit who was in the womb of the mother uttara but krishna saved so krishna saved them from all these calamities now saved them means what they still went through the whole calamities but they came out safe that is the thing now even prahlad maharaj went through the whole thing all the torture but he came out safe uh, safe means not, sometimes they may be even killed hmm like jesus christ he was killed uh, but still it doesn't affect the consciousness of the devotees narad muni said to krishna krishna is very wonderful your devotees pandavas are extremely happy they have all the comforts in life they have got all these things they were attacked by all these things so they are very happy actually they, you know in a, in a <laughs> sarcastic way he told he told like that 
Uh, they are very happy because they are they were put into all these tribulations because they are your devotees. They went through excellent red carpet in their life. Um, but wonderful thing is their affection for you is only increasing every day. I don't understand Krishna. What kind of um, sorcery you are doing? What kind of um, you know hypnoti- hypnotism you are doing? You are you are putting them in situations which ordinary mortals would just die. But you are putting them through that, and despite all of that, their devotion for you is only increasing and is not re- reducing. This was uh, Narad Muni's comment. So, and that verse where this is, where Narad Muni said this to Krishna, I don't know where. Maybe it's in the Mahabharat, or maybe it's mentioned mentioned in the Nectar of Devotion. I don't know. But Prahlad, I mean, sorry, Shri Prabhupad mentioned this in the lecture. But I just couldn't find the verse for very, very, very long. If somebody can find it, well and good. So, in the Vedic literature, Katha Upanishad, one dot three dot three and four, it is said, "Atmanam rathinam vidhi shariram rathamevacha buddhim tusarathim vidhi." Manah Pragraham Evacha Indriyani Hayanahur Vishayam Steshukocharanatmendriyamano Yuktam Bhokte Tyahur Manishinaha. The individual, means the soul, is the passenger in the car of the material body, and the intelligence is the driver. Mind is the driving instrument, and the senses are the horses. So it's like a chariot, basically. There's a painting of this um, that is somewhere I. I don't want to take much of your time, but there's a painting of this in our Bhagavad Gita also. Mind is a driving instrument and the senses are the horse. If, if the moderator can send me through WhatsApp, then I can actually show that picture on the screen here. Um, so mind is a driving instrument, the senses are the horses, the self is thus the enjoyer or sufferer in the association of the mind and senses. So it is un- So it is understood by great thinkers. Now, the driver... Like Arjuna was in the chariot, Krishna was driving his chariot. Now Arjuna's chariot had four horses and Krishna was conducting all of them and moving the chariot in the direction that is wanted. And Indra's chariot has 1000 horses and Matali, the the driver of Indra's chariot, controls all the 1000 horses in such a way that as if they have one mind, they move in unison, complete unison. So, that is the way the, the chariot can move properly. But if five horses go in five different directions, what will happen to the chariot? You know, I'll show you the, I mean the, the picture. Just give me a second here. Okay, here it is. So this is the picture. The passenger, you know, in the chariot sitting there, that is the soul. That represents the soul. I mean, soul is like the passenger. And the intelligence is the driver. And the driving instrument, the reins, are the mind. And the five horses are the five senses, as you can see. I don't know if I can 
I can zoom in into this. Oh yeah, I can. You see, there is the eye, and there is the nose. One horse has the ear. You know, there's a badge in front of them. So, so eyes, nose, ears. You know, skin and uh, smell. I think no tongue. The last one is tongue. So in this way, uh, it is shown like that. So that is from this verse actually. so if all the five horses take us in different directions then how how <laughs> so the intelligence is many branched you know uh, what is that vyavasayatmaka buddhi rekeha kurunandana ha um buddhayo avyavasayana what is that bahu shakhahi anantascha buddhayo avyavasayanam the intelligence is many branched so intelligence is the driver and the senses are just you know going here and there and then distracting the intelligence cannot be focused and cannot move the chariot in one direction it will be, it will be chaos chariot will be broken to pieces so that's how we are operating at this current point right now intelligence is supposed to direct the mind but the mind is so strong and obstinate that it often overcomes even one's own intelligence um as an acute infection may surpass the efficacy of medicine now they're calling it breakthrough infections when you you know nowadays they're taking covid vaccines and then there are infections among the vaccinated people so they're calling them breakthrough infections so this breakthrough is always occurring hmm. uh, <clears throat> such a strong mind is supposed to be controlled by the practice of yoga now this mind is a is a terrible thing to deal with but yoga practice this ashtanga yoga system is meant to control the mind this posture and breath work and everything is meant to control the mind from being this wild horse <clears throat> but that's a very mechanical process of controlling the mind the, the better way to control the mind which krishna actually explains in the later verses is by devotional service Hmm. by giving it a better engagement a much more fulfilling engagement where the mind gets complete uh, rest so it will be completely satisfied yatma suprasidati hmm that is devotional service to krishna such a strong mind is supposed to be controlled by the practice of yoga but such practice is never practical for a worldly person like arjuna and what can we say of modern man the simile used here is appropriate one cannot capture the blowing wind and it is even more difficult to capture the turbulent mind you see wind we can if you think okay we can i will control my mind if we cannot control the wind how can we control the mind no but if we take it and put it at the feet of krishna then krishna will control the mind hmm. the easiest way to control the mind as such as suggested by lord chaitanya is chanting hare krishna the great mantra for deliverance in all humility the method prescribed is savai manah krishna padaravind yo one must engage one's mind fully in krishna only then will there remain no other engagements to agitate the mind so this is based on the principle of 
विषया विवर्तंते निराहारस्देहन रसवर्जम रसोप्यस्स परम दृष्टवा निवर्तते इज बेस्ड ऑन द प्रिंसिपल ऑफ हायर टेस्ट द एम्बॉडीड सोल मे बी रेस्ट्रिक्टेड फ्रॉम सेंस एन्जॉयमेंट दैट इज योग प्रोसेस बाय रेस्ट्रिक्टिंग द माइंड धारणा स्पेशली प्रत्याहार सो द Embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, though the taste for sense objects remains. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. So that's our process. <clears throat> If we just do artificial restraint, then this is what we will be called. Karmendriyane samyamya yaaste manasasmara nindri arthan vimudhatma mithyachara sa uchyate bhagavgita three dot six. one who restrains the senses of action but whose mind dwells on sense objects certainly deludes himself and is called a pretender so we must not pose ourselves as a very big uh, renunciant so what we should do instead we should gradually accept the principles of krishna consciousness and have the uh, regulatory rules both side by side <clears throat> like for example i'll give you an example Okay, I mean next. Let's look at the next verse. So, on the other hand, if a sincere three dot seven, this is. On the other hand, if a sincere person tries to control the active senses by the mind and begins karma yoga and Krishna consciousness without attachment, he is by far superior. And you see three thirty four. This is another example of a regulative principle, but without Krishna consciousness, it it will be it will backfire. ियलिटीजल I will read from here. For example, sex enjoyment is a necessity for the conditioned soul, and sex enjoyment is allowed under the license of marriage ties. According to scriptural injunctions, one is forbidden to engage in sex relationships with any woman other than one's wife. All other women are to be considered as one's mother, but in spite of such injunctions, a man is still inclined to have sex relationships with other women. these propensities are to be curbed otherwise there will be stumbling blocks on the path of self realization as long as the material body is there the necessities of the material body are allowed but under rules and regulations and yet we should not rely upon the control of such allowances one has to follow those rules and regulations unattached to them because practice of sense gratification under regulations may also lead one to go astray as much as there is always the chance of an accident even on the royal roads now the example is given very nicely here now marriage is a license to control our sex urge to only one partner uh, sometimes polygamy is allowed in the vedic culture uh, because it is a fact that there will be more women than men and all women need to be protected and therefore they need to have a husband and because there are lesser men and some men a small percentage maybe but they choose not to marry um but the women according to vedic culture this is this vedic culture all women must be married but all men need not be married and the men are lesser than women generally and um, so one man can have more than one wife in the 
in the past they used to be able to manage everything properly but now maintaining one wife and children is already a big deal is very difficult becoming very difficult uh, how to have many so it's not possible so anyway so especially in our current context neither it is allowed by law in all almost all of the world so restricted to one woman that is the marriage because the sense enjoyment what is marriage otherwise because children can be produced without marriage just by sexual intercourse but it has to be regulated to one woman and that too only for progeny so there are so many rules <clears throat> restriction but just because the rest of, okay uh, he is very wild he is you know um, um, trying to have relationship with so many women let's get him married sometimes sometimes parents think like this you know uh, let's get him or he's not responsible let him uh, let us uh, get him married and then he will become responsible now that may work due to some social pressure artificially externally maybe but the mind is still raging and there may be breakthroughs breakthrough infection <laughs> so and the person may do it you know illicit affairs or even if he doesn't do it his mind is not still is is still agitated it does not mean that a married man means his mind is not agitated in the presence of a beautiful woman it still is so uh, although he may not externally do anything but the mind is you know agitated so just depending on these rules and regulations alone are not um are not a sh- sure shot way to control the mind the best way is to yes rules and regulations should be there but also increase krishna consciousness and once we get more and more attached to krishna one will become more and more detached from these kinds of uh, abominable sense gratification <clears throat> so both have to go in together of course in the ultimate issue when one is fully krishna conscious then there is no uh, rules no need for him no need for him to be told that oh don't have illicit relationships he automatically will not do it like we have an example in the chaitanya charitamrita ramanand rai he used to you know there used to be there is this culture uh, what is that devadasis they were girls who took lord jagannath as the husband and they used to do perform dances for the pleasure of lord jagannath this is um you know it's a very uh, dhamvas is they do or some of the girls they do like this it's not to be imitated but this was going on at the time so they just you know dance for the lord pleasure of the lord and uh, jagannath vallabh natak there is a book written by ramanand rai jagannath vallabh natak um so the dramatic performances um, of the pastimes of jagannath of the lord so they are to be depicted in a dance form and he used to train the women the devadasis in that dance and he used to personally you know do makeup for them even bathe them cleanse them and dress them but chaitanya mahaprabhu said even i cannot imitate these activities only ramanandra i can do this without being agitated even the slightest bit that is there in the i think 8th chapter of madhyalila i think if i'm not wrong chaitanya charitamrita 
so by doing these things he would definitely see the private parts of the woman uh, but he was not in the least agitated hmm. this is not to be imitated at all at all forget it now this is only possible for ramananda rai hmm. and of course krishna you know <clears throat> bhishma dev was um, was honored in the rajasuya sacrifice of maharaj yudhishthir as the most elevated personality in the assembly because not only was he a great warrior who defeated even parshuram um an incarnation of krishna but also and there was no other match for him in uh, fighting nobody could match him bhishma dev and not only that he was the eldest in the in the whole assembly and very wise in fact he is one of the 12 mahajans of the universe you know just look at his position and not only that being a royal uh, king usually they are they have many wives but he took a vow which is he would stay brahmachari whole life he would never marry that's another story that's why he got the word the name bhishma dev bhishma means horrible <laughs> his name is horrible why because his father when his father came to know that he is not going to marry um that was because actually he his father wanted uh, satyavati uh, a fisher woman anyway this is a long story um his father wanted a uh, he, he chanced he, he saw this fisher woman satyavati and he was very much attracted and at that time bhishma dev was already just entering his youth he was in his youthful years um then the fisherman said no i can't give my daughter to you the father of that uh, satyavati said so, uh, so shantanu uh, he asked shantanu was the father of bhishma dev so he asked why why you don't allow your daughter to marry me no because you have a son huh now if you marry me i'm oh, sorry marry my daughter her son will not become the next king i want my son to become the king but you have an elder son already bhishma this at uh, that time he was not bhishma at that time his name was devavrata devavrata so that was his original name so uh, he he will become king so but i want my my son to become king then he, I mean, you see how the calculation not even married he is already thinking about some don't know whether he will have son or daughter no 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 my son will become <coughs> my son should become king this is how materialist calculations are so shantanu said he was disappointed no i cannot promise that so he went back then bhishma dev came to know that his father was you know a little bit depressed so he wanted to find out what has happened so he found out that this was the cause okay he went to the fisherman said um, please offer your daughter to my father because uh, as a king he could marry many times so um <clears throat> used to they used to have many wives so that's very normal so he said you give your you know my father wants to marry your daughter please give him he is a king you know you should oblige no no i had this condition but he could not fulfill then bhishma dev said uh, devavrata at that time he said <coughs> okay i take a vow that i will not sit on the throne i will not sit on the throne now you give 
he said mm but i still cannot i can still cannot be sure because okay you may not be sit on the throne but if you marry then your son will compete with my grandson look at his look at his calculations <laughs> in telugu we have a, we have a proverb aalu ledu choolu ledu alludu peru somalingam that means first of all this man he is he is dreaming he is a young man first of all he is not even married he doesn't have a wife <clears throat> but he is dreaming that my son in law's name must be somalingam first of all not married don't know whether he will, he will have children or not if he have children don't know whether he will have a daughter or son how many sons how many daughters and his daughter's husband he wanted somalingam he does he not even married yet so this is the kind of calculations you know they make materialists have no brain they will calculate in this way so you saying no no maybe you will not sit on the throne but your son will sit on the throne because he is a son of an elder son and my son will my grandson will be son of a younger son so there will be disputes no 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 i i, I cannot agree to this. then devavrata said all right i will not marry satisfied he said ah okay then okay now the coast is clear for my son to become the king i mean my 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 grandson my my daughter son to become king okay good good now i agree so in this way it was done. so when father came to know father was very pleased oh wow you have brought the the girl for my this thing so he 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 um, he blessed him wow you will uh, only die when you want to he he blessed him uh, shantanu maharaj shantanu he blessed his son he, i will give you the benediction that you will only die when you want to other than, uh, if not you will never die then <clears throat> then he came to know but how did you do it he asked no i promised uh, them i promised her father that i will not i will not sit on the throne <gasps> what then then I, and i also promised that i will not marry so i will not have any progeny so in that way there will be no competition for you know her son <gasps> this is horrible bhishma bhishma pratigna bhishma pratigna he said oh this is a horrible wow horrible uh, Uh, wow you have taken promise you have given uh, see those days when a man tells something he stays by his word it's not that oh you told him like that ah, never mind you know what is that just get married no there's no such thing you know they value their word so much but that once they say they will never take it back that is the kind of determination they used to have hmm and the honor the word of honor is so seriously taken another example is draupadi when you know arjuna won her in the swayamvara and then he took her because at that time they were in vanavas and in the forest serving exile so uh, the five brothers they all went to the swayamvara but arjuna won um, against the, all the other uh, so many other kings were there it was an archery uh, this thing competition so arjuna was the best archer so among the other four brothers did not even compete he he competed because he was the best and he won the whole competition so he won uh, draupadi as the bride and then brought the the five pandavas returned home and kunti devi was in her prayers and they were behind her they entered the home behind her so she was facing this side and she did not look at them and then uh, look mother what we have brought today 
so every day they used to bring because they were in the forest and exile they used to beg arms and then they bring whatever was collected and half of it was given to bhima he would eat because he had a very strongly built body huge so he used to take half of it the other half was distributed among the other four brothers yudhishthira arjuna nakula sahadev and mother kunti the other half so in this way so that day kunti devi was in a prayer she, she said you distribute among your yourselves you distribute whatever you have brought among yourselves so today i am not eating i am fasting today she did not say i am fasting but she meant that um I, you distribute among yourselves then the then the pandavas were a little amused and little shocked then she saw oh it is a girl that you have brought and then they told the story of how it happened but then she, she she was mortified oh i have told something distribute among yourselves in today's context means oh i'm sorry i'm sorry it was a girl i did not know i thought you brought some food okay finish the conversation ends there it's a joke and then everybody laughs it off but it was taken so seriously that actually draupadi was distributed among the five husbands and she was one of the most chaste ladies in the universe but she had five husbands it's very unique of course that was based on a previous benediction and previous life by lord shiva that's another story but anyway words were taken so seriously anything that was said ante pran jaye par vachan na jaye dheere dheere the same yeah that was the, that was the mood pran jaye par vachan na jaye so i may die but i will not that's there's a verse for that संभावितस्य चाकीर्तिर्मरणादतिरिच्यते 234 भगवत गीता फॉर अ रिस्पेक्टेबल पर्सन पर्सन डिसऑनर इज वर्स देन डेथ सो दे वुड ऑनर देयर वर्ड सो मच सो भीष्मदेव सो दैट्स हाउ बिकॉज़ ही टुक अ वाव ऑफ नॉट टू मैरी ही वाज अ ब्रह्मचारी हिज होल लाइफ सो इन द राजसूय यज्ञ everybody was glorifying him oh he is the greatest warrior he was so qualified yet he did not accept any woman because he took this vow of brahmacharya so in every single way he is the most exalted personality in our assembly here so he should be worshiped and bhishma dev said <coughs> no i maintain my brahmacharya because i stayed away from women because i i wouldn't be able to control my senses in the presence of women therefore i stayed away from them but krishna is a greater brahmacharya than me because he was in the midst of millions of the most beautiful girls in the universe the gopis and he was not in the least agitated not in the least hmm. prabhupad said in another way <laughs> said krishna because there were so many people who imitated krishna oh i also will have ras leela you know i will have some illicit affairs with women Prabhupada said yes Krishna had raslila but there was no contraceptive <laughs> means there was no illicit relationship there you know uh, in fact now also i think my brother was telling me in the um, in the india i think during navratri or something they have some dandiya program dandiya means you know girls and boys they they dance with some you know sticks and all so ras garbha something you know some festival there so they they imitated this pastime of the raslila 
among ordinary boys and girls this is very nonsense so and then after that there will be so many uh, what is that illicit affairs so many condoms found everywhere thrown here in the rubbish bins and everywhere in, during that time it seems and the women even hindu women to cover themselves they wear like uh, my brother was telling me this i do not know they they cover themselves like muslim women in a full burqa full black dress cover everything face everything and then they go and do so that they won't be identified they will do all these things so there was no contraceptive proper said there was rasleela yes with millions of girls but there was no contraceptive so krishna was so so bhishma dev said he is greater brahmachari than me is not in the least agitated and ramanandra was like that even in the presence of the most beautiful girls he and seeing them even naked he did not get in the least agitated but chaitanya mahaprabhu said i can't even afford to touch the wooden form of a woman wooden doll of a woman i cannot my mind gets agitated even upon hearing the name of a woman he saying i think um आमित सन्यासी आपनारे विरक्त करिमाने दर्शन रहु दूरे प्रकृतिर नाम यदि सुनी तब ही विकार पाए मोर तनु मन प्रकृति दर्शने स्थिर होय कोन जन सी ऑफ कोर्स चैतन्य महाप्रभु इज कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ इज नॉट एजिटेटेड बट इज टीचिंग अस यू सी हाउ आई एम अ सन्यासी चैतन्य महाप्रभु सेड and i certainly consider myself renounced but what to speak of seeing a woman if i even hear the name of a woman i feel changes in my mind and body therefore who could remain unmoved by the sight of a woman it is very difficult you see this how chaitanya mahaprabhu is explaining <clears throat> that means how strict we must be of course we cannot we cannot uh, there was one uh, <laughs> there was at one point in time prabhupada's disciples in new york the men especially they wanted to overdo this a little bit uh, prematurely they said i think uh, i think uh, women cannot be in the same uh, temple room in the, during kirtan when men are there and i think even now there is one guru i think uh, his temples there is some uh, kind of a curtain between men and women when they hear the class Uh, the, there is a curtain that's what i've heard I mean, uh, from some devotees <coughs> i don't know how much of it is true sometimes they do this it seems i don't know but uh, a bit overdoing it so prabhupada so the, at one point in time the the men were complaining to women you know, there are too many women you know in the in the you know temple room and all this and prabhupada said that means you should not go out on the street to distribute books there are so many women how can you avoid seeing a woman how can you avoid how how can we deny them the opportunity to come to the temple what are you talking and then you should not go out distribute books also so it is impractical you are not in the forest and you are staying here so the only thing is that we must become strong in krishna conscious and see every woman as mother and every woman as an object of enjoyment for krishna not for myself so we have to develop that krishna consciousness only and then that's it we cannot artificially oh there should be no woman here no we cannot do like that so 
so these are thing these are these are there so but these words are there to caution us how serious we should take seriously we should take hmm but anyway going back hmm only then will uh, there remain no other engagements to agitate the mind so one has to be fixed up on the krishna's lotus feet one has to become firmly krishna conscious that's why we have to chant hari krishna and read prabhupada's books and follow all the rules and regulations wake up early in the morning do mangalarti chant our rounds everything eat eat krishna prasadam because if we don't eat krishna prasadam if we eat food that is not offered to krishna then it is cooked by somebody who is in the, in the not a devotee in the mode of passion or ignorance then we also take not only the food but also the consciousness with which it was cooked so we will take in that also so in that way it will contaminate us that is stated here cc antya 6.278 vishaira anna khayle malin vishaira anna khayle malin hoy man malin man hoyle na hai krishna rasmaran when one eats food offered by materialistic man one's mind becomes contaminated and when the mind is contaminated one is unable to think of krishna properly vishaira anna hoye rajas nimantran data bhokta duhar malin hoye man when one accepts an invitation from a person contaminated by the material mode of passion the person who offers the food and the person who accepts it are both mentally contaminated and the classic example is ajamil he was a brahmana and everything was nice until he met a prostitute and the prostitute satisfied him from the tongue to the genitals she gave him nice food stuff and because she is a prostitute her mind is so much in passion and he also became passionate and he became he acquired all of her qualities and then of course then he had so many children with her uh, of course in the end he was saved because he did some devotional service in his early life and that saved him during at the end but the point is by the food he became like that and the other example is narad muni in his previous life he was a maid servant son and prabhupada explained in the lecture that there was no mention of uh, who is the father of that boy the five year old boy in the previous life narad muni he was a five year old boy and his mother was serving some great devotees he was called a dasi putra i mean like a maid servant son but there was no mention of who the father is that means it is questionable the 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 means his mother's position was questionable like how did she become how did she have this child that means she it, he was suggesting that he she must have had relationships like that so from that kind of background he was and that kind of a son he was but he just ate the the food stuffs huh? just like food in the mode of passion and ignorance is contaminating infectious um similarly food in the mode of transcendental goodness prasadam is also infectious narad muni said this uchhishtale pan anumodito dvijay sakritsma bhunje tadapasta kil bisham evam pravrittasya vishuddha chetasas tad dharma evatma ruchihi prajayate sakrit means once only ah once upon a time once only by their permission i took the remnants of their food and by so doing all my sins were at once eradicated thus being engaged 
I became purified in heart and at that time the very nature of the transcendentalist became attractive to me. So, this is another infection, positive infection of Krishna consciousness. So, we need to infect everybody with Krishna consciousness. We ourselves need to be infected with Krishna consciousness. So, we read Krishna Prasadam and all these things. If we follow all this, then very easily um, we can control our mind. But if we don't follow, oh, easily. It's not that, oh, I have followed for 10 years, Prabhu, yeah, my mind is now super sharp, you know. But if one, after 10 years, one day I don't follow, hmm, my mind will go down, go down, go down, go down. And then, Sravatyama Ghatam Bhuvat, you know that verse? 11.16.43 A transcendentalist who does not completely control his words and mind by superior intelligence will find that his spiritual vows, austerities and charity flow away just as water flows out of an unbaked clay pot. A pot which is not completely baked, which is still wet and all that. If we pour water, it will just come out. It will seep out. So like that. Half-baked spiritual practice. Uh, practicing some aspects, not practicing some, you know. We will we'll lose everything like that. Of course, there is an... Um, what is that? Neha Bhikramanashosti Navidyate. It is just that it will take very long time for such a person to come to a standard. Now, if you want the pot to hold water... You need to pour constant water and the water is seeping out and then you need to add more water, more water. But still it become, doesn't become full. So, if you want the pot to hold water, uh, then the pot has to be baked. So, we have, to fu- we, have to fully, we have to practice fully baked spiritual practice and every day. It's not like I have done, so now I have a certificate, now I am qualified uh, 10 year practiced uh, brahmachari or uh, no, devotee. So, yes, now my mind is... So, I have the certificate, no? I am qualified. No, no, no. This is the problem with certificates. It is like what I have learned for those to get that certificate. I don't even remember, right? My educational qualification. So, similarly, um, just because I have practiced, I cannot rest on my laurels. No. Every day, it, it is said that this success in our keeping our consciousness uh, in Krishna, if at all, actually, we always fail. All the time we fail. But at least if we keep our vows, you know, following all the rules and regulations, there is a chance we will not fall. So, every day, it is it is rented. It is not that I own, I own this qualification now. No, I don't own anything. I don't own this qualification. I don't own the certificate. The rent, it is rented. The, the certificate is rented. That means... Every moment we have to uh, prove ourselves worthy of having that qualification. And then uh, the rent is due every moment. Hmm. Every moment we have to, you know, uh, pay for it. It's not that we own it and then uh, nobody can take it away from us. No, it can be taken away from us. Right? So, like that. So, that is one aspect, the yoga practice. The other aspect is... Uh, Arjuna, now we have said many times that Sarvameta Dritam Manya Yanma Madhasi Keshava 
You see, Krishna, I totally accept as truth all that you have told me. But then here he did not accept. Now, it does not mean that he did not accept. He said, I am unable to follow what you are saying. What you asked me to follow, I am unable to follow. Actually, he was able to follow. But he is setting an example so that in the future, because in the future people won't be able to follow these things. So, what can be a practical way for them to elevate? So, uh, see in the, what is it, Kriteya Dhyayato Vishnum, Tretayam Yajato Makhai, Dvapare Paracharyayam, Kalauta Dharikirtanat. So, there is this method of meditation that Krishna described is suitable for Satya Yuga. You know, Satya Yuga, people used to do like this. Uh, and they used to meditate for very long times. You know, the, you need to have uh, sufficient lifespan also. Because they used to meditate for very, very long time. So, um, that, that was possible then. But Kali Yuga, Kalauta Dharikirtanat. Whatever result was obtained in Satya Yuga by meditating on Vishnu, in Treta Yuga by performing sacrifices, and in Dwapar Yuga by serving the Lord's lotus feet, can be obtained in Kali Yuga simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Now, this is this is great, right? Because we can have the same result of this difficult meditational process very easily with Krishna. Why? Why? How come it has become so easy? Just by chanting Hare Krishna, how can you like come to the same level? Because in the other process, one is depending on one's strength of control, sense control. The yogi, he is trying to do it on his own strength. Now, in the process of Krishna consciousness, and that is a very mechanical process, that, that Ashtanga Yoga system. Um, but in this Krishna consciousness, one takes shelter of Yogeshwara. Not just not trying to become alone yogi, but he takes shelter of Yogeshwara, the master of all mystics. And by the power of Krishna, Yogeshwara, uh, he can be established in yoga without any problem. Uh, for example, you know, a, a grown-up man, he may have to learn some self-defense to protect himself in, in case of any uh, danger. Now, a young boy is very vulnerable. Like a young boy who's like maybe 10 years old or even lesser. He's very vulnerable. If he want, he, if he's supposed to face a strong man, he will he will lose in the in the fight. Of course, he will lose. Even though he may even learn whatever, you know, martial arts. But if he just takes shelter of his strong father, father will finish him off. So Krishna is, you know, the strong father and Maya is also very strong. So we are very fragile alone. Now with Maya, we cannot. And even if one impersonal, you know, in the impersonalist, they try to rise above the Maya, even though they may try a little bit, they will again fall down. They will fall down. Like even if I am a best swimmer, I cannot, I cannot go to the other side of the ocean, right? I will, even if I can stay afloat for some hours, after that I will die. I may put my head up for a while, but how long can I survive in the, you know, vast ocean? Impossible. But if somebody comes and picks me up, a rescue boat, and that rescue boat 
is Krishna, Krishna's lotus feet. So if we take shelter of Krishna's lotus feet, ah, very easily we can cross the ocean. What was very difficult for the drowning man will become very easy for the man in the boat, in, in, the, in the ship. Samashritaye padapallava plavam mahat padam punya yasho murare bhavam buthirvatsa padam param padam 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 yadvipadam natesham for those who have accepted the boat of the lotus feet of the Lord, who is the shelter of the cosmic manifestation and is famous as Murari, the enemy of the Mura demon. The ocean of material world is like the water contained in a calf's hoof print. Their goal is Parampadam Vaikuntha, the place where there are no material miseries, not the place where there is danger at every step. And they take shelter of the... This boat is so big. Usually, the boat is very small in the ocean. But this boat is so big that the ocean becomes small like the, you know, hoof print of a calf. A calf, if it makes some dent in the, I mean, uh, footprint on the, in the soil, it, just a little bit water it can contain only. The ocean will become so insignificant. Such powerful boat of lotus feet of the Lord. Um, <coughs> of course, there is this other verse also, 422.40. Krichro Mahaniha Bhavar Namavaplavesham Shadvargana Kramasukhe Natitirshanti Tatvam Harer Bhagavato Bhajani Yamangrim Kritvo Dupam Vyasanamutaradustararnam The ocean of nations is very difficult to cross because it is infested with many dangerous sharks. Although those who are non-devotees undergo severe austerities and penances to cross their ocean, we recommend that you simply take shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord, which are like boats for crossing the ocean. Although the ocean is difficult to cross, by taking shelter of his lotus feet, you will overcome all dangers. Look at this. So this is like Prabhupada explained in another way. Yoga is like the ladder. Suppose I have to go to the 100th floor of the building. I can take the staircase and go all the way up or I can take the lift so this bhakti yoga is a lift now of course there is a, if there is a power cut the lift will stall and I am trapped but because it is powered by Krishna it will never stop it will reach so this lift we have to take that is intelligence with minimal effort I can do this compare that how tired the person will be if he reaches the 100th floor with by the steps I don't know if anybody can even reach like that in one go. So, um, now, one may be proud, one may be proud of, you know, oh, I have gone the staircase. But then, in fact, I think there was a, some kind of a, who's the one, one motivational speaker or something, he wrote a book, Take the Stairs, something like that. Somebody was telling me about, take the stairs, there was one. So I was thinking, hey, he should uh, take the lift. So, one may be proud that, hey, I worked harder than you. But you got to the same point. And on in the process of getting up the staircase, he may become so tired and fatigued that he may be taken down all the way to the hospital. So that is falling down all the way down again. You know? So, that is how yoga practices. 
hundred floor one may even may be able to do it by staircase, but hundred floor is only this height. We have to go beyond the sky of this universe, beyond the whole material world, beyond even in the spiritual world, the highest planet, the Golok Vrindavan, and take shelter of Krishna's lotus. I mean, how high we have to walk? What what staircase are talking about? Narad, uh, what is Ravana? He wanted to uh, build a staircase to heaven. He was not he was not successful. Nowadays they are trying spacecraft to go to other planets, but we have to go to a planet which is so far away. Elon Musk is going to some Mars. We are going to go over now, and our travel is far, much farther than him. Hmm. But uh, with the spacecraft and staircase, we cannot do. We have to take the lift, the like you know that uh, vimana of Krishna or the boat of Krishna, whichever way you want to take it. So that is a much easier way, and that's what Krishna actually, when Arjuna rejects the system, he was not wanting to disobey Krishna. He said, "I want to obey what you are saying, but I find myself unable to be able to do it, and certainly people in the future will be unable. And Kali Yuga is going to come. It's not that after this war there is going to be Satya Yuga. If there was Satya Yuga, then yeah, it would have been a valid uh, argument. But it's going to be Kali Yuga. <laughs> so." You better tell something more practical. It's not that what Krishna suggested is impractical. It was practical in other times. Um, so then Krishna... Uh, why would Krishna then actually suggest something impractical? You may ask. Oh, so Krishna suggested something impractical. No, he did not. But it was not suitable for Kali Yuga. But then, if that is not suitable for Kali Yuga, why did Krishna say it? So that this will spur the conversation and put to rest and completely, uh, I mean, put to rest all kind of arguments for the so-called yoga that will be practiced in Kali Yuga, the cheating yoga system. So now we have a proof that this is not possible. So Krishna engineers all these things. Hmm. He made Arjuna, he first of all explained the system. He explained the real standard. And Arjuna said, not practical. Hmm. Fine. Then this is the way. Then Krishna establishes the position. So, Anybody who is trying to do yoga in this Kali Now, it is not possible in Kali Yuga. But Krishna also knows another thing. But there will be another so many rascals who will pose as if they are yogis. And think they are from practicing some yoga. So, let's smash that yoga system. That is the whole purpose of engineering this conversation. So, yoginam api sarvesham madgate nantaratmana shraddhavan bhajate yomam same yukta tamo mataha. And of all yogis, the one with great faith who always abides in me, thinks of me within himself and renders transcendental loving service to me, he is the most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all. That is my opinion. Yogeshwar's opinion. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishna. Yatra Partha Dhanurdhara. Tatra Shreer Vijayo Bhutir Dhruvanitir Matir Mama. Yogeshwar's opinion is, the highest yogi is a devotee of Krishna. So of course from the 34th, Today we have done 34. From the 35, he goes on to explain. Hmm. And Arjuna asks another question. What happened for a, if a yogi is not able to complete his, uh, I mean, the whole yoga system in one lifetime? What happens to such a person? Or if he takes to it and then gives it up at a certain point in time, what happens to such a person? Um, then Krishna explains that also. And then finally comes to this conclusion that, you know, one has to be a devotee. Then, yes. Of course, in the previous verses, although Krishna was speaking about the yoga system, uh, which is 
done in satya yoga krita yoga but we of course the prabhupad has given purports on how it is applicable for our uh, context in kali yoga here uh, so we took those verses and applied them in the devotional context mm? that also is is you know that is how we should understand so that is also bhagavad gita as it is so although krishna meant in the other way the other process but the aim is krishna whether that process or this process the aim is krishna so whether bhakti yoga also these principles can be applied it is universally acceptable you know universally applicable sorry in all systems because ultimately one has to come to bhakti yoga every other system is just a tributary to the main river of bhakti yoga that goes to the ocean of krishna so all these tributaries are in the same direction towards the ocean so similarly all the rules that are applicable for the yoga system are also applicable in devotional service but not the you know the structures it, the method is slightly different but the the way how we handle it like you know like for example i mean just a example like yato yato nischalati 626 manas chanchalam asthiram tatastato niyamya etat atmanyeva vasham nayat from wherever the mind wanders due to its flickering and unsteady nature one must certainly withdraw it and bring it back under the control of the self now this is applicable for that yogi who is sitting and meditating in the forest but then this is also applicable for a devotee because it's not that devotee means immediately he is the topmost devotee and completely self control in one second prabhu said yes one second is enough to become completely you know surrendered and liberated but it requires 100% surrender and because we are not 100% surrendered ye yathamam prapadyante tam sthathaiva bhajamyaham as we surrender that much krishna will reward so because we don't immediately take it up uh, so we have to when we are chanting for example that is our meditation we don't meditate you know in the forest controlling our breath work and posture and all these things but we do by chanting mantra meditation hare krishna mantra so while chanting we have to be actually focused but because in the we are beginning we are you know we are trying to still you know get uh, up to grips with this whole krishna consciousness we may fail because of our long standing practice of being you know like a prostitute our mind has been like a prostitute jumping from one topic to another to another to another so wherever the mind from wherever the mind wanders due to its flickering and unsteady nature bring it back so when we are chanting mind goes and then we have to bring it back to krishna even without chanting i mean if you are doing other things also the mind is going different way so bring it back to krishna bring it back to krishna bring it back to krishna back to krishna so we can certainly use all these things in the devotional aspect also so that's why we have studied all these verses in the devotional way but he was actually explaining the other way the, the ashtanga yoga system which arjuna has rejected and um, rejected because of inability not because of wanting to disobey hmm. and also set a easy path for the future devotees to take up so that the population of kaliyuga can easily take to the process so devotional service was recommended after that so that's what goes um okay so i w- i would like to end it here uh then i'll take any questions or comments from the comment section i think there have been some comments comments or questions which i missed out um dalkin kolukshanti i don't know if i'm pronouncing your name properly 
Hare Krishna, I happened to get a pamphlet about Krishna, the reservoir of pleasure, and I, and I really resonate with the contents of it, as the foundation of the teaching is Bhagavad Gita. Yes. It's good that you have, you know, liked the book. So that's the introduction to the... Oh, yeah, it is based on Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, <clears throat> I think you are from the Philippines, I guess, because Rajagishwar Prabhu has commented on your comment. So, that's nice you have joined and you have liked the book. That's good, because now you take it further now. More reading and attending and associating with devotees, take advantage of the devotees and then you can, uh, um, you know, become more and more serious and make your life successful. Um... Dimitri is saying, Truth. Constantly at work, I see how a married woman flirting with another married man. Yeah, married women flirt with men and married men flirt with women. Um, so these things are happening because of, you know, free intermingling. So I keep them in distance. Good. It is said in Shastra that woman man is like fire and butter. Yes. So if you keep in distance now you become I don't know if you're married. I don't know whether you're married or if you're not then you can become brahmachari, you know. Think of becoming brahmachari. If you're married of course um, you can continue in your grass the life. I don't want to create some friction there. <laughs> this okay now okay nishita given bodily health is core of core to being able to practice devotional service and even one practices these yogic asanas just to keep the body fit is it still discouraged for instance although the current version of yoga asanas might not lead to perfect knowledge there is an instance where Prabhupada mentioned how yogic asanas can make one fit for spiritual life Prabha Vishnu Swami, in Delhi we were taking a morning walk in the park when we saw a man doing some yoga exercise by standing on his head. Some of the devotees laughed at him. Prabhupada cut them short and said, don't laugh, this makes the body fit for spiritual life. <clears throat> well, Prabhupada himself, the most he did was walk. Um... I mean, you may do if you want to. But spiritual life, the body fit, actually, if we wake up from Mangalarti, if we eat enough, and we have regular exercise, actually for the devotees, right? Our exercise is Kirtan. Of course, now with the with the pandemic going on, we, we cannot play loud Kirtan. But otherwise, you know, during the Kirtan, we dance, and that is actually our exercise. Exercise is there. And then, when there is book distribution, when we go out, you know, stand on the um, for hours together, walk, and talk to people. There's exercise there as well. Um, you know, so in that way, there is a lot of exercise. In fact, for the devotee, if he keeps inf- himself engaged. In fact, there is another thing that Prabhupada said during um, regarding the the women in uh, Vrindavan. So they used to. 
churn butter and uh, they used to do so many household uh, activities and Prabhupada said in that way I mean he was telling that in this way the woman can stay fit this is a lot of exercise you know to do all these things and you know all the kind of work milking the cows and going about doing all these things is actually a lot of exercise already now people nowadays they have when they, people used to wash their clothes with hand and everything and that used to be exercise but now it became two different things so like for example washing clothes is done by washing machine dishwasher dishwashing is done by a dishwasher and then um, there are you know grinders and mixers and all these things so previously they used to you know pound with the stone or something like that is so these things actually used to be work out at the same time <laughs> and while they were doing the household chores um, but now they are done by machines and then these people go to the gym or something like that or yoga or something like that and get exercise or they will run outside in this way so actually these things automatically have exercise in them so the body you know keeps moving and then there is there is um, you know movement basically but we don't have to do this in fact many times also Prabhupada discouraged yoga also of course a man is doing something but it doesn't mean he's chanting right so what happens is many times devotees go into this thing you know in a you know in a you know the, go down that path and you know spend like one hour or something you know just doing this body exercise instead one can walk and chant one can do other services where you know the energy of the body the body can be exercised so it is best and in fact although he may say like that but he never introduced that in our movement right so he did not include it as part of sadhana now if somebody is uh, doing for some kind of a health reason you know it's fine you know if you cannot move out or for whatever reason but it shouldn't become any mainstream thing in our society and for the most part it is not necessary Prabhupada himself did not do it in fact at one point one um, western doctor in fact he kind of mildly chastised Prabhupada because Prabhupada was you know sitting most of the time and you know he was having some kind of health issues of course those health issues are <coughs> Prabhupada said because of my rascal disciples who are not following but anyway old age comes with its um, you know concomitant factor I mean factors and the the doctor he came and said you don't seem to exercise at all I mean you have to do something you know you have to move about you know he said like that Robert said yes actually you're right so the next day he started walking he used to brisk walk and that's how these morning walks all started you know, and then Prabhupada used to like talk and you know enlighten his disciples so that much is how much exercise he he did and he, he never really introduced this yoga system in our thing of course um, in some in some time they they use the yoga to bring in people but nowadays it is becoming very frivolous and in uh, in temples there are yoga programs and all these things we don't really uh, it will soon become very contaminating yeah it is a spiritual way to keep fit or something like that but you know what happens after that oh 
Tatvik Prabhu is doing yoga. So I also, I also do yoga. I also do yoga exercise. Oh, this one. Oh, he's doing yoga. Okay, I also do yoga. Yeah, everybody do yoga. And it becomes a part of a daily. So it, just like Rupa Goswami, for example. He said in the nectar of devotion, worship Ganesh. One must worship Lord Ganesh before worshipping Krishna. This is Rupa Goswami's principle. Prabhupada said no. Now, he is not against Rupa Goswami. But he knew our contaminated intelligence, which if we given one little bit chance, we will take it wholesale, to take it to a different level. We may not. But then people down the line, they will say, oh, he did it, so I will do it. So I will do it. Oh, this is bona fide. <laughs> like this happened once. Uh, Prabhupada, you know, in the, in the flight, there was a 7-up. You know, 7-up drink. The carbonated drink. So Prabhupada was having some kind of, uh, you know, indigestion something. So the, the, the kind of, it's kind of soda water, but in a sweetened. So Prabhupada, you know, took that one. And then he felt, then he said, oh, this is nice. The news spread for like wildfire. Oh, 7-Up is bonafide. 7-Up is bonafide. Prabhupada authorized 7-Up. 7-Up. Uh, everybody should drink 7-Up. <laughs> it became a wildfire, widespread phenomenon. <laughs> Prabhupada was laughing. What happened? <laughs> this is not what I said. So, they take one thing and then, oh, they make it a big thing. So, so that's why for even setting an example's sake, um, we have to just do what is necessary. Uh, what is um, what Prabhupada did and how much he introduced in our movement let's follow that yeah it may be a, a process of you know it it may might help but wh- where is the chance of that man who's standing on his head when he will come to Krishna consciousness because of his standing upside down now it, definitely there is some health benefit I, I don't deny I don't deny and one can do just minimal if he wants to keep his health but don't make it like a you know, like a big uh, program or a sadhana and something like that. And if one really engages himself in the service of Krishna consciousness in the variety of services, there will be enough exercise for the body and for the mind and for the soul. And one will be fixed in Krishna consciousness rather than be distracted. That's the other thing. Distracted by bodily consciousness. Now, body has to be kept in order, definitely. But that can be kept in order also by these things. Hmm. <laughs> Once Prabhupada was asked, um, but do you bra- practice any breath work, any any breathing exercises? Prabhupada you are chanting. When you are chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, you are breathing. So that is our breathing work. That's it. That, that is our breathing. We don't concentrate on the breath going out and coming in and you know, Kumbhaka, Puraka, Rechaka, Shunyaka. All these things. We, we don't concentrate on the air and all these things, material elements. Because then we'll, there is a big tendency if we focus too much on the exercise, we will be, you know, you know, going to the bodily concept. So just like Ganesh worship, if you introduce Ganesh, whole family will come. Oh, Kartikeya is also brother, no? Brother will feel alone. Uh, because he, Ganesh is younger brother, elder brother should be there, no? Otherwise, uh, he will feel alone. But then both children are there, parents are not there. So Shiva and Parvati come. And in this way, the old host of demigods will be in the altar. So, <laughs> Prabhupada knew how especially Hindu contamination will work. So, he stopped that. So, similarly, yoga practice, although it is, yes, useful for health purposes, but it can quickly change into, you know, bodily concept. So, when we are doing that, we are only thinking of the body, thinking it's my body. So, 
while exercising the body if we can remain krishna conscious so how to how that is to be done do service to krishna which has exercise in it like book distribution if we just engage in the activities of even kirtan for example that itself is an exercise hmm. yeah, especially before pranayama we, we, we could dance like anything but now you know we have to do muffled muffled versions of kirtan which is a uh, little bit uh, <laughs> you know not so nice but anyway holy name has to be chanted but then you know when we are chanting we can walk about hmm? that is exercise so if we keep our exercise within our krishna conscious sadhana instead of doing it anything separately and doing an external this thing that is uh, preferred but if somebody wants to do for you know personal this thing just for a short while i'm not saying something it's bad or something but it will oh tatva prabhu said it's not bad okay it's bona fide we can do it. or sundagopal prabhu said oh prabhupad said so these kind of things will go on so that's why i don't want to like say yes yes you got bona fide yes you must do it. i don't want to say the kind of thing so just do it with intelligence resolution the feminists are going to come after you for such discriminatory statements oh the chastity and all of that <coughs> we are not advocates of feminism or male chauvinism or anything like that we are just like we are not vegans or vegetarians or anything we don't belong to any mundane party now they are creating these parties of uh, feminists or male chauvinists or what is it misogyny or you know uh, straight and you know gender fluid and all these kinds of concepts or black lives matter or whites blacks or vaccinated on the anti vaccinated you know all the kind of you know um, or communists and co- capitalists these parties of vegans or you know meat eaters or vegetarians or you know keto diet or this and that everybody have their own they identify themselves as a as a as a person of a particular party but that's just gokhara i mean it's just as a community not centered around krishna whether it be a race or a family or a or a common interest or a nationality or whatever it is it's all this based on karma is based on my perspective of things but we should always take krishna's perspective of things like violent and non-violent like arjuna he wanted to be a non-violent yudhishthir maharaj wanted to be a tr- truthful man so that is another party oh truthful and you know moral and immoral now we have to do everything for krishna's satisfaction if krishna said in one way we have to just do it whether i understand or i with my tiny intelligence we can whether i can understand and agree with it or not i should just accept because it is krishna's opinion it is always right if i cannot understand it it is my inadequacy of why that is so hmm. so we are not particularly if if krishna said that women have to be the leaders of the world and men must be under the subjugation of women we would have done that just like krishna prabhupad said uh, that uh, who is this um, one group um, in gujarat they follow who is that narayana swami narayan uh, so the one of the swamis was saying uh, even if krishna asks us to become uh, asks us to eat meat we will not eat we will be vegetarians prabhupad said that is nonsense if krishna asks us to eat meat we must eat meat 
but because krishna did not ask us to eat meat therefore we should we will not eat meat not that we are vegetarians and vegetarianism is more important than krishna's order no we will krishna if krishna said offer me meat we will offer but he said patram pushpam phalam toyam and that's why we offer him vegetarian category we are not particularly vegetarians no probably we are prasadarians or krishnatarians so whatever krishna says whatever krishna eats we eat the remnants of krishna whatever krishna says we will do krishna says to arjuna kill arjuna killed no 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 i am non violent I, i cannot kill these elderly people and all this this is this is wrong that was his arguments in the beginning but then he changed he said whatever krishna you say karishe vachanam tava so our thing should be vachanam tava whatever krishna said we must do so if krishna said men you know they do austerity and women they learn chastity we just have to do that that's it that's the system set up by krishna if you do anything other than that it will result in chaos and that's what is happening right now we are not this party or that party we are krishna's party whether that will look moral or immoral to you that doesn't matter at all because in the ultimate sense it is moral it is moral because krishna wants it morality is obedience to the instructions of god dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam hmm. that is real morality because he is the owner he knows if you don't obey him that is immorality hmm. ultimately generally yes honesty and all these things but when krishna personally asked yudhishthir maharaj you speak a lie he hesitated he did not do it he's he he had to see hell for one hour because of that because of that uh, non compliance of course yudhishthir maharaj is a great devotee but just shows an example bhishma dev also he was a great mahajan but because he did not side krishna uh, he was punished although there was no animosity between arjuna and bhishma in fact even after bhishma dev was shot down and he was lying on the bed of arrows all the pandavas went to take instructions from them there was no animosity between them personally but they fought like bitter enemies in the battle why because it was a center is around krishna krishna of course bhishma dev was playing his part in teaching us valuable lessons also that even if one is a mahajan if he is on the opposite side of krishna he must be punished so Uh, so he is teaching lessons in another way and he also his relationship with krishna is through chivalry so that's a more intimate aspect but these are the things so we have to learn from these examples hmm. what is actually dharma what is not dharma what form what ideas we have formulated formulated in our minds according to the association that we have had if we see the shastra from that lens we will be committing an offense um it is wrong to do that so i should be willing i should be open to change uh, changing my opinions about things and not just open i should be i should switch myself whatever krishna says that is correct that's it if krishna says like this then it, that is the correct thing that's it there's no other arguing oh this is not correct that is not correct or this is not fair that is not fair it we just have to follow and everything will be orderly then hmm. yeah this is brahmachari gurukule vasandant gurorhitam acharandasa nicho gurav sudrada sahurda student should practice complete completely controlling senses he should be submissive should have an attitude of firm friendship for the spiritual master with a great vow brahmacharya should live at the gurukul only for the benefit of the guru okay now kaka singh actually her name is renuka she is asking the true practice 
yoga practice is ashtanga yoga system with the proper system from the first to the eighth step yeah yoga these days are crazy i mean they they even have beer yoga in singapore so what will happen if one jumps to the dhyana stage without practicing the first to the sixth instead of being more controlled will they be more bewildered yeah they cannot do any dhyana with the dhyana on the beer they have dog yoga they have cat yoga they have beer yoga they have so many yogas horrible yogas they have you know, nowadays so then because yoga means to connect with krishna actually so if they want to connect with beer then next life you know they will be taken to hell and they have to drink hot you know molten uh, metal let them do that be a dog yoga if you want to connect with dog then let's next life become dog then become dog yoga instead of god yoga this is going on then um, dalkin she say wonderful i also value the virtue of chastity and modesty namaste yes good very nice dhirudas hari krishna prabhu ji dhanavad pranam what is this raja yoga brahma kumari said is the highest of all brahma kumari's first of all is a bogus movement it was started by a man who saw the picture of lakshmi massaging the feet of vishnu and he said why the why must women serve the man uh, why must women massage the feet of the man you should uh, let's do the other way around so women are the leaders in that movement this is horrible just concoction and anything just do anything kaliyuga is full of this nonsense people rajayoga what is rajayoga huh? the king of all yoga is bhakti yoga krishna says yoginam api sarvesham madgatena antaratmana huh? who is devotee of me he is the highest yogi then he is saying something else then whom we should believe somebody is telling the untruth somebody is telling lies who is that of course krishna won't tell he is telling ओनली नारायण इज इम्यून टू द अट्रैक्शन ऑफ माई गुड वर्स दिस इज कृष्णा इज द ग्रेटेस्ट ब्रह्मचारी राइट सो दी दिस इज स्पीकिंग अबाउट नरनारायण ऋषि this narayan here is speaking about narayan which is incarnation of krishna only nara is arjuna and narayan is krishna tat srishta srishta srishteshu i never saw the sanskrit of this verse konma khandita dhih puman rishim narayanam rite yoshin mayeha mayaya amongst all kinds of living entities begotten by brahma namely men demigods and animals none but the sage narayana is immune to the attraction of maya in the form of a woman but the wonderful thing is whoever takes complete shelter of narayan he is also immune to the attraction of women like haridas thakur hmm. so it's only possible by you know taking shelter of krishna 11813 yeah this is another verse 
पदापि युवतीं भिक्षुर्न स्पृशेदारवीं अपी स्पृशन करीव बध्येता करिन्या अंग संगतह A saintly person should never touch a young girl. In fact, he should not even let his foot touch a wooden doll in the shape of a woman. By bodily contact with a woman, he will surely be captured by illusion just as elephant is captured by the she-elephant due to his desire to touch her body. And what to speak of touching? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, even by hearing the name of a woman, my, there are changes in my body and mind. You know, that is how strong lust is. It's not that, oh, we are against women. But it is the lust that is acting. Prabhupada said, woman is not bad, man is not bad. But you put them together, they become bad. And the lust is what makes it bad. Lust is our biggest enemy. Another nice verse shared by Rajakishwar Prabhu. Durvara Indriya Kare Vishaya Grahan Dharavi Prakriti Hare Munirapi Man So strongly do the senses adhere to the objects of their enjoyment that indeed a woman statu- wooden statue of a woman attracts the mind of even a great saintly person. Not uh, idiots. A great saintly person is attracted by just this thing. question sorry it's out of topic but i had a vision of sri sri radha madan mohan in their mangalarti dress at around 6:30 am on morning monday morning is it good you should get this darshan at 5 o'clock it's a bit late this darshan is a bit late 6:30 so anyway just practice mangalarti in morning every day see every day we can take darshan of the lord we don't give much importance to that but if something happens in the dream we give very importance great importance of course it is good to have dream about krishna um, but if you can think of krishna in any you know in any way and at any time or if you can see him in the in the deity form or the picture it is all the meditation it's all krishna conscious meditation it's not that when i dream about krishna that is when actually uh, i am having darshan of krishna but when i am opening my eyes looking at krishna that's not darshan that is something else no vrinda gupta is asking hari krishna please accept my humble obeisances while chanting when the mind is going here and there can we try it and try and force the mind to think on the lotus feet of krishna So Srila Prabhupada said um, when we are chanting we hear we don't even meditate on the form of Krishna yet the form and pastimes and entourage and paraphernalia everything will automatically come to the mind but our focus should be to hear what I am saying the meditational practice of chanting is that you know, chanting Hare Krishna we have to hear what we are saying and focus on, on the sound vibration of the holy name so that is the practice and once we fix our mind like that then automatically the at a later stage you know when we are perfect in our chanting then you know 
the form the pastimes everything will come as we are chanting all these things will come but it's not that we force to think of the lotus feet of krishna we just have to hear what we are saying hmm. that is the that is the point of chanting roba said what you chanting you hear that so the tongue is working the ear is working the sense of touch is working so in this way we are focusing the mind so mind will go where tongue is going on chanting hari krishna mind is going on you know doing the whole production of the whole universe so <laughs> so we have to um bring it back bring it back to hearing the sound vibration the sound of his name because abhinnatvan nama namino the name of krishna is non different from the form of krishna so we are hearing the focusing on the name of krishna it is non different from the form hmm. so just think uh, just uh, hear what you are saying that is a, that is the thing you should do every time every time we realize that our mind is gone okay bring it back hear what i am saying hare krishna hare krishna that's why you have to chant audibly not like sometimes mouth also doesn't move what are we doing so the mind and the mouth should move there should be sound and i should be able to hear the sound like you see every morning we in the temple at least we play the prabhupad's audio of chanting japa and we chant along so that's how prabhupad taught us how to chant together and everybody chant audibly not like shouting but audibly enough for us to hear hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare like this i have to chant so that i hear i hear hmm. professor if we are talking now if there is some big sound on the side that will distract our attention to the sound so similarly our mind is going everywhere but the sound of hari krishna will distract the mind from the distraction back to the chanting so that's the whole point hmm. Ah, Dimitri Prabhu is saying, I am thinking of becoming a Brahmachari. Become Brahmachari. <laughs> so, you should do that. You should definitely do that. Next, Prabhu, during my studies, we were taught that we can't copy from others. We should have our own opinion and so on. When I try to preach to someone, it's bugging me. Say, I watched the class and found out how cool and simple I can... explain something using an analogy or an example can i use it in the same way or do i need to learn to build such analogy analogies myself etc i kind of understand that we should repeat after the spiritual teacher not invent but this haunts me something inside me says this is not your opinion cause you just repeat after others try it yourself what the right mindset should i develop so we should repeat the word, the examples given now whatever example shri prabhupada is giving also are from the shastras and especially in the beginning we can't invent our own examples and our own thing uh, of course we we will observe many things and if we know how to you know see it through the eyes of the shastras then we know like for example prabhupad and i, t- I told this a few times he was he was walking up a staircase with his disciples and he stopped he said you see the staircase the disciples were looking what what happened to the staircase no when i was a young boy i used to run up stairs like this now also my i want to actually run up but my body doesn't allow so that proves that 
my the soul is the same but the body is now different that means the soul and body are different so he saw a staircase and you know taught an taught a lesson to his students about soul and body now how did he connect that so this is the vision i mean it is actually the example given in the bhagavad gita only dehinosmin yatha deh kaumaram yovanam jara but that's just practically seeing it in our life you know in in practical ways how an old body is different from a young body but the soul is the same in both the young body and old body so all the examples like the other time you know robert was taking a morning walk with his disciples and then he stopped and he he pointed with his walking stick you look at that then it was all a, 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 a so much bird stool was there on the ground so the disciples looked at that and did not know whether to laugh or like what is he trying to say um what is that robert said is it bird stool what does it what does it show and he said then was him oh the birds eating you know they are eating sleeping mating defending so some disciples came up with you know whatever can be the possible explanation for this eating sleeping mating and defending so they are also eating you know so it is a human so they were oh, yes but his brother said see all the stool is in one place means the birds are attached to passing stool at one place there is attachment you see the bird is attached to this place to pass its stool so we have our preferences you know we are we have our attachments so birds also have it so if you are attached then you know see birds also have it so in that way he is showing a lesson in attachment by showing bird stool so the thing is that first of all there are so many examples in the scriptures and what are we we are anyway repeating the words of krishna the whole teaching of we are quoting our why the screen is there because we are talking from scriptures we have to repeat we have to get into the habit of repetition but also not just mindless repetition but we should actually realize like young body old body but then to realize and then apply it in all these things like yeah i cannot so this is staircase example so that is practically applying this example and just showing it from a different angle from a staircase example but it is the same thing which is already shown in the bhagavad gita like vasamsi jirnani clothes the bodies like the, the clothes that is also from bhagavad gita so krishna explained many things spiritual truths and in the bhagavatam bhagavad gita everywhere chaitanya charitamrita many examples are there which help us understand the spiritual truths so we have to use that examples why invent our own examples sometimes they may be faulty right um, so based on the examples we can we can always you know explain or if we have seen something and you know we can correlate that with something with from the shastras uh, we can explain that incident mm. and explain our commentary on it that kind of thing is yeah so eventually when one you know sees everything through the lens of the shastras then you know like the 24 gurus in the 11th canto is explained the water fire everything sky everything is you know there are lessons to be taken but we cannot invent our examples say yeah how to now take this into example of krishna conscious something like not invent like this we have to see everything through the shastra so we just repeat we just repeat and understand those examples in depth then we'll get many many bahuda vishvata vishvatomukham from many angles of vision we can see the same example 
like the staircase is another angle of seeing the same verse 213 and the changing body that um, painting is there that is one way of saying it but the staircase is another way that practically i want to run up but i can't my body doesn't allow but the feeling is there the same feeling so i am the same person but the body is now different so another angle of the same example so like that we have to understand from the same example it is not like oh it is it is not your example so it is like borrowed so there is no originality it is plagiarism well we have to plagiarize in the sense that we have to copy what krishna has said we cannot if we are inventing something then we are inventing our own thing right we have to always speak what krishna has spoken bhagavad gita as it is if we try to invent that inventing spirit will you know uh, you know make us fall down so we don't take any credit if you are explained if you are explained to someone and you know you, you think that oh this is not your example you are just like using somebody else but it's it's all right anyway our intelligence is borrowed whatever we know is from krishna only from prabhupada only from the devotees and that's how we learn things everything as if we learned abcd from our own we deduced how this what is this you know we deduce as a small child this is let's call it a how come everybody is calling it a that means we are taught something right nothing original so our thing that's why prabhupada said to become guru or a preacher is very easy you just have to repeat the problem is we feel uncomfortable repeating so we have to just repeat and if the example is simple enough to understand and it is based on shastra why we have to do something you know out of this box and just repeat you know hmm. message has to be conveyed that's all muni can be muni if he's if he's different from others and that is ordinary muni like narad muni his opinion is not different from bhishma dev or uh, other mahajans other devotees uh, he narad muni he has a different opinion no he is same opinion so the real muni sthitadhi muni that is explained in the second chapter 55 56 56 uh, 256 sthitadhi muni you can read the purport there so muni means who can agitate his mind to come up with so many application i mean so many uh, explanations about everything but sthitadhir muni means different he is a actual thoughtful person in krishna consciousness so that kind of uh, muni is different narad muni is that kind of muni so we don't want to be like this you know speculative munis no we cannot have our own opinion about things we just have to have same thing we have to follow the thing is we have to remember which example to use in which context and how the thing that's why we have to listen how prabhupada is preaching how he presents all these things so we have to read the books and then eventually we will know how to you know explain you should never feel uncomfortable repeating that's a disease if you feel uncomfortable <laughs> we should be comfortable repeating then we know for sure that what we are saying is based on shastra if i invent something right so it will be you know something it has to be based on shastra and if i can repeat then i'm sure i'm right Uh-huh. let's follow the footsteps don't follow my footsteps my footsteps are full of filth you um, follow prabhupada's footsteps um, you know <laughs> follow me means you'll be like you know this you'll be catching all over dog's tail 
ಶ್ವಲಾಂಗುಲೇನ free from all material conceptions of existence and never wander struck by anything the lord is always jubilant and fully satisfied by his own spiritual perfection he has no material designations and therefore he is steady and unattached that supreme personality of godhead is the only shelter of everyone anyone desiring to be protected by others is certainly a great fool who desires to cross the sea by holding the tail of a dog this lord will happen if you follow my step so you follow so prabhupada's footsteps and all the nice devotees there are so many nice devotees I'm just trying. I really have a long way to go. Now, you may say it's all humility or fake humility or whatever. I know myself. Dimitri. One guru taught that while chanting we should only take a breath only with our nose, not with our mouth. Because only shudras take a breath with mouth. <laughs> well... it is certainly healthy to take breath from the nose like i have been habituated to doing that but anyway you just chant whether shudra or chandala or complete mrigari uh, chant first forget about breathing and all this chant then even if you are chanting from mouth or from the anus or whatever um, one will become devotee first of all let us chant okay breathing anyway is going on even when you are sleeping breathing is going on is a big deal about worrying about this breathing just chant chanting is not happening that is problem now let us focus on chanting breathing anyway will happen even with our sleeping also so we don't need to think about breathing much just chant manjukesi mataji how to distinguish real vaishnava is it someone who can control his senses a vaishnava is one who is first of all following the orders of the spiritual master and in the company of devotees he is engaging in the service of spiritual master that is first thing krishna in fact chaitanya mahaprabhu said whoever is chanting hari krishna is vaishnava um but of course there are different ways how to deal with vaishnavas krishna yasya giritam manasadriyeta mentally offer obeisances to anybody who anybody who is chanting krishna's name ದೀಕ್ಷಾಸ್ತಿ ಚೇತ್ ಪ್ರಣತಿಭಿಶ್ಚಭಜಂತಮೀಶಂ ಹೂವರ್ ಇಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪಿಂಗ್ ದ ಡೇಟೀಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಪೇ ಒಬೇಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಅವರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಬಾಡಿ ದೆನ್ ಶುಶ್ರೂಷೆಯ ಭಜನ ವಿಜ್ಞಮನನ್ಯಮನ್ಯಾಂದಾದಿಶೂನ್ಯ ಹೃದಯಪ್ಸಿತ ಸಂಗಮ ಸಂಗಲಭ್ಯ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಕೇರ್ಫುಲಿ ಸರ್ವ್ ದ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಡೆಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ದ ಲೈವ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೈನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ದಮ್ ಕಾನ್ಫಿಡೆನ್ಶಿಯಲಿ questions and clarify our doubts and everything so different ways of associating with devotees so all of them are vaishnavas but there is third class second class first class vaishnava so we have to first of all because we are third class we have to associate with those who are fixed up in devotional service now completely controlling the senses that is first class devotee can do right so but we are trying we are trying our best 
and if we follow the sadhana given by shri prabhupad then we will be able to control but if we don't follow the sadhana then we will not be able to control hmm em one has to basically there has to be sincerity of purpose that's the whole point it's not that today actually take up took up chanting hari krishna tomorrow i am completely controlling my senses and it is possible it is definitely possible if 100% surrender but generally it doesn't happen it happens gradually so today i started chanting tomorrow i still may have so many anarthas anartha nivritti has to happen until i am anartha nivritti the full qualities of vishnu won't come out right but uh it is not that oh i am an anartha nivritti i don't have full you know complete control of senses not vishnu no he is trying so sincerity how sincerely is trying that much he is vishnu uh, you have to sincerely try Hmm. and of course first second third class even as third class devotee if he sincerely trying to become second class uh, that is that is good vaishnav but if a third class devotee he he is in third class and he doesn't uh, progress and he you know he fights and you know he, he fights with devotees he doesn't cooperate anything uh, separatist mentality this kind of thing you know that is that kind of uh, attitude we must avoid and we should avoid with people who are having that kind of attitude also but if he is a third class devotee just started or what he is not very conversant with everything but he is sincerely trying that is a good devotee to associate with but of course we cannot get so much um enlightenment from such person he may even require help uh, it is not that somebody is third class ha ah, he is third class devotee get, get lost are how are we going to make them from the we ourselves were third class only when now we are i'm still third class still third class so that's how we raise ourselves right but it's a sincerity that comes hmm. suchandra prabhu whatever examples we create is subjected to four kinds of defects as were conditioned souls probably that is also a reason why we have to repeat examples provided by self realized souls or shastras absolutely correct because with our imperfection we may produce something which is you know bogus but you know with the shastras there are so many examples if you see the bhagavad gita is full of replete with so many examples bhagavatam full with so many examples prabhupad gave so many examples like padma patram evam bhasa in the fifth chapter there is example of a lotus leaf which is staying in the water but is un- it is not wet so that's how we mu- that's how we must live in this material world staying in the material world but not be Uh, affected by sinful reactions that is done by acting in krishna consciousness so the, everything everywhere there are examples comparing it to something else kurmongani vasarvasha one must be like the tortoise who can withdraw its you know limbs with its within its shell when it wants to that's how we should be able to control our senses and only exhibit them in the service of krishna and withdraw them otherwise and samudramapa you know apuryamanam achala pratishtham samudramapa pravishanti advat 270 in the second chapter itself there are so many verses um the ocean there are so many rivers pouring millions of tons of water every second into the ocean but the ocean does not rise so similarly we should also be self contained and although so many desires may come into come and attack us we should we should become content because the ocean is so content with its water levels that any amount of tons of water is nothing for the ocean it already has way more than the rivers can offer so it's not very agitated with the rivers coming in so like that we have to be so full in our uh, 
happiness in krishna consciousness that all the other desires which may come in like rivulets into the ocean will not agitate such a person but if we have only a small bowl and a whole river comes in immediately the whole bowl will be overwhelmed so we should be so happy anandam budhivardhanam we should have the ocean of happiness of krishna consciousness so even when some rivers of happiness are offered to us we are not agitated by those such rivers so that's why we have to become more krishna conscious so in this way there are so many examples so many examples everywhere like we have explained today fire and butter man and woman example again the unbaked clay pot example again so there's so many so many 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 examples like this everywhere if you see it's replete with examples thousands and thousands of examples everywhere so you just have to repeat and then we really understand we really understand the example then we can explain in a way that is understandable for the masses krishna has to empower that dimitri in bhagavad gita 5.7 it is said that all living entities are dear to a devotee and he is dear to everyone because he helps them by serving krishna since we don't know how the water is distributed to all the branches and leaves by watering the root therefore we do not need to know how all living beings will benefit from my service is it up to krishna right Let me read that question again. Okay. So, for example, we have annad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anna sambhava yajnad bhavati parjanyo yajnah karma samudbhava Now, rains, grains come from grains and rains come from sacrifice, performance of sacrifice. But you may ask, but rains are coming where so many non-devotees are there. Still rains are coming or, you know, still crops are growing or whatever. The thing is, rains actually are coming because of those devotees who are doing Yajna, Sankirtan Yajna. Um, because of them only the Lord has interest in maintaining this material world because there are some devotees. Um. <coughs> anyway, the thing is, even even the the seeds are now being manipulated and all these things so when we become ayagnyasya we, we don't do any yagna then then kutonya koru sattama so where is their happiness in this world or in the next loko what is that lokos lokosmin ayagnyasya kutonya koru sattama there will be no happiness within this world or the next for those who are not krishna conscious but those who are krishna conscious they will help others this like by chanting <coughs> let's let, let's take this uh, conversation let's listen to haridas thakur's explanation In fact, Prabhupada said there was one place, I think, uh, somewhere in India where there was no Punjab somewhere, where there was famine or drought for many, many years. And when his devotees, his disciples went and chanted, had a big Nagar Sankirtan on the streets, immediately the rains came. Prabhupada said there is a, there is a, there is an indication now here. 
As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this from Haridas Thakur, the happiness within his heart increased, but as a matter of course, he st- he still further inquired further. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inquired from Haridas Thakur. On this earth, there are many living entities, the Lord said, some moving and some not moving. What will happen to the trees, plants, insects and other living entities? How will they be delivered from material bondage? Haridas Thakur replied, My dear Lord, the deliverance of all moving and non-moving living entities takes place only by your mercy. You have already granted this mercy and delivered them. You have loudly chanted the Hare Krishna mantra and everyone moving or not moving has benefited by hearing it. My Lord, the moving entities who have heard your loud Sankirtan have already been delivered from bondage to the material world and after the non-moving living entities like trees hear it, there is an echo. Actually, however, it is not an echo. It is the Kirtan of the non-moving living entities. All this, although inconceivable, is possible by your mercy. When loud chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is performed all over the world by those who follow in your footsteps, all living entities moving and non-moving dance in ecstatic devotional love. My dear Lord, all the incidents that took place while you were going to Vrindavan through the forest of known as Jharkhanda have been related to me by your servant Balabhadra Bhattacharya. So, so in this way, this explanation, so how everybody is benefited by our serving Krishna. So the loud chanting benefits even the trees and everybody. Everybody. Now, this loud chanting, Utkirtana, um, um, Krishna Utkirtana, also means distribution of literature and you know, this, this book distribution and you know, like these live streams are going also everywhere. So this is Utkirtana. Utkirtana means loudly means more people must hear. More far away. People must be able to hear. So, when people become Krishna conscious all over the world, then they will treat the whole nature in a, in a much better way because they will understand that this is Krishna's property. So, let's take care of the whole thing. So, all this, uh, what is this, uh, climate change problems and all this pollution and all these things will stop if people become Krishna conscious. If the pollution here st- is, uh, becomes stopped, then the external pollution also will be stopped. The pollution, the internal pollution is the real thing. So, so all this pollution will be stopped by Sankirtan process. So when that stops, then everything becomes comes to the normal and flourishing. Um, you know, everything flourishes na- naturally. So and and everybody will be chanting everywhere all over the world, and then all the trees, plants, everybody will hear it. And the more the, that happens, the more there is auspiciousness in this world. Tasmat Sankirtanam Vishnum Jagan Mangalam Amhasam. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, what is it? Tasmat Sankirtanam Vishnur Jagan Mangala Mamasam Vidhyay Gandhika Nishkritam Mahatama Pikauravya my dear king, the chanting of the holy name of the Lord is able to uproot even the reactions of the greatest sins. Therefore, the chanting of the Sankirtan movement is the most auspicious activity in the entire universe. Please try to understand this so that others will take it seriously. 
so even if there are echoes from the tree or somewhere this is not actually an echo it is a kirtan of the trees responding in kirtan now you may say ah come on okay that's nice poetic way of explaining but this is not true but actually this we cannot see like the, we, we 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 won't because of our mundane conditioning we cannot see the real aspect but purified souls like haridas thakur they can see like mahamantra this is actually a spiritual vibration but we think it is like material vibration just like any other sound it can also be vibrated by the tongue and nothing spiritual about it but actually it's spiritual so it's like bhagavad gita it's a book like any other book in the in the in the world but it has is full of spiritual messages so it actually it is spiritual so um, it is non different from krishna in fact but it's actually the bark of a tree which is made into paper and that's a book how can a tree bark pulp of a tree and is equal to krishna it is equal to krishna krishna can make anything material into spiritual and spiritual into material like we are spirit souls but we are behaving like material entities thinking ourselves part of this matter so so that's how our fact activities will um, help everyone if we become krishna conscious that's why the, those who preach they are the most dear to krishna whatever you are teaching is through prabhupada's books only so i consider following you as good as directly following sri prabhupada hari krishna so that's a great responsibility i have then that i have to try to follow as much as i can although i keep on failing um, but yeah we have to all try so i think that's the end all right so i'll stop it here thank you all very much for your patience oh i cannot believe it it's 10:45 3 hours plus what i thought it was 9 something <gasps> hare krishna bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai anant kori vaishnav vrind ki jai nithai gaur primand hari hari bol thank you all very much sorry hare krishna